0: Let's lower that volume, folks. Let's get that all the way down here. What's up? This is Sports SportsCoups number one, two, three. I'm Francisco, joined by my buddy Charles. Once more, we, we got another show for you. We, we might talk about sports. It's It's increasingly getting to the point where we will not be talking about sports at all. So, but I think that I think that that might have been the trajectory a long, long time ago. We just didn't know it, you know. It, it just kind of formed itself that way. I mean, it's not like those guys in Always Sunny Philadelphia where they, they they knew what their characters were gonna be in the future. Like Mac always knew his character was always secretly gay, and like Dennis always knew his, uh, or Glenn Howardson knew always knew Dennis was a was a serial killer. You know, so. So I think I think that's that's to the point where we 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 kinda already knew that this show was just gonna delve into just being I don't know, we might as well just call a goose at this point. <laughs> Andrew's sure not enough. here for now. He he said Poor he'll life. he said he'll be back for the second half because of course he's he's off doing his his professional duties for college football. You know. And it's and he's so, special now. Yeah. Yeah, so he's. We uh, still suck. <laughs> uh, actually we do just have, call it suckoos. I, I do have an article that I'm getting ready to to write about hockey, so uh, I do have something in the works for that. So I, 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 I change, man. I will be putting you that. Changed. Well, I mean, I used to do this, and then you know, I went to law school, and that completely destroyed my life. You know, I was man I, before law school, man. I was I was doing hockey media. I was going to press conferences, doing that. I was in crossfit. I was in the best shape of my life, man. I was you know i was i was lifting i was i was a sexy beast mm. then i went to law school and it all went away and look at me now you know uh but but yeah yeah so we have that we we got this going we we got lots of stuff you know we got pranee's hockey world you know you can get the best of the best oh yeah yeah you can get the lowest prices you got the biggest selection of all new products Lowest price, biggest selection of closeout and prior products. Charles, they got lots of stuff. I'm looking to get a new hockey stick because I did a good thing. Okay, I was over at the at the rink, right there in Tampa Miami Park, right next to FIU, just skating around. You know, had an opening during the day while uh, for for work. Things are opening up this week because a lot of people are canceling here because they don't want to be here <laughs> for Thanksgiving. You know, and and last year. Last year's Thanksgiving wasn't wasn't that great, right, for a lot of people, so I could see why people are, are itching to see each other this year. <laughs> Anyways, I was at the rink, I was skating around, and other people were showing up, well, it was probably like around 6 o'clock or something, the you know, sun's going down, and, and th- this kid, I don't know, he's probably like 14 years old or something like that, it looked like it, and he was skating around, and uh, he didn't have proper hockey skates, he just had like inline skates or whatever, blades and he was just getting around he had like this makeshift hockey stick that he made like a makeshift one like it made out of like pvc pipe and it was just like a flat kind of thing like they sh- i don't know how he made this and it was pretty amazing actually so i he was just kind of running around there and I, I had my pucks and my and my stuff out there on, on the on, on the rink there and then I was, he was like hey can i whatever i'm like yeah i go ahead whatever i don't care i'm just sitting there resting and and so he's going around. Yeah, he wants he wanted to see my stick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. My stick was kind of beat up, old stick, right there. I was like, okay. And he wanted to try it around, and he's like asking me about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, you can. And I was trying to tell him, hey, it's pretty cheap stick. You can get them online pretty cheaply. And so like, but I, I think he was like starting to get into hockey. It seemed that way. He seemed like he was he was like really interested in it. I mean, heck, he made his own stick. You know, I mean, how do you? Who does that? Who does that nowadays? But he did it, and so I was, he was like practicing around, and he was like trying to hit some slap shots and stuff like that. And then he comes back to me and he's like, "Oh man, it broke." I'm like, oh, you know, my my little heart. I'm like, oh man, this sucks. And so he's and he's and he's still trying to you know mess around with like the broken PVC pipe, and with stuff like that. He's and so like I skate around some more. I'm just there, maybe maybe like twenty minutes or something. He's still there, and so before I leave, I'm like I'm like. Hey kid, do you want this stick? And he's like, he's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, yeah, just, just take it, I just I, I'm stick. trying not to laugh, but I just think of the me and Joe Green Coca Cola thing.
1: <laughs> just throw my hey, kid, my
0: dirty ass hey, jersey, my dirty gloves. You, you <laughs> throw
1: stick. I'm
0: proud of you. My, so, uh, you know, try to contribute to the game of hockey down here in South Florida. So yeah, just gave him my stick. Just say, hey, here you go, man. Here you go. Just tape it up. Tape it up the bottom. It's beat up a little bit, but you know, at least it, it probably won't break on you as easy as PVC pipe. So there you go. That was my, my good deed. So I'm in the hunt for another hockey stick, and I'll probably get at Proudy's Hockey Roll. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. You see? Now that's an ad read, people. That's an ad read, all right? A touching story to to, to tie into it.
1: We're broke. That's why. <laughs> we'll really have to, you know, Francisco went to me and said, hey, how dramatic can you make this? And I was like, I got this. I tugged at the heartstrings because yeah, I know that's how I do up in this business.
0: So yeah, so yeah, yeah, I gave away my stick, and I'll 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 be getting you one. Um, anyways, so we got that, and let's see. So there's there's some 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 hockey stuff. I can get, the Panthers are, are still hot right now. They're still the they still got the most points in the NHL to start out the season thus far. We're already a quarter into the season now, and they are literally the odds-on favorite to win the stanley cup which is scary to me charles this is really scary i i i I don't know how to feel i i I feel good i i feel good but i feel that there's this trepidation man there's just this this this, welcome to being a tennessee titan fan this is scary man how do you do this how do you live with expectations like this i mean crap it's called you temper set expectations sir yeah i'm trying man the heck we you know our head coach resigns we're still doing great you know our best player Barkov, he's he's week to week with an injury i mean he's 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 back to you know skating on the ice and practice and stuff like that so that's good news but like but like he gets injured we're still doing good it's like wow what, what's going on sergey Bobrovsky is like amazing again we got a top five we got a top five defense we got the number one offense (laughs) i mean i i don't i i feel so scared i feel so some people are like the stanley cup the the holy grail the this this thing that i i i truly want to see for myself with the florida panthers name on you know etched into it and yet Oh, oh man my team this team the one that here in south florida they know the, the team that people forget about until it's april or may and and you know maybe the miami heat get eliminated and then people will pay attention to them but they got to make it past the first round for once at least and and yeah yeah it's it's scary they're they're 10 and 0 at home and they're the fourth team in nhl history to do that so now we're we're getting into historical levels of greatness and this team is deep the the interim coach is picking up right where Q left off. I I don't know. We have an ownership that's willing to spend, like right up to the cap. You seem like you're in heaven. Uh, yeah, I've got the arena. I got the the dormant fan base. That's you know. I guess it'll be like locusts once if the Panthers actually go on a run. There's gonna be rats everywhere, man. Sheesh. Uh, can you uh, like? And this 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 pleases me in a sense because I hope it happens. I hope the Panthers really do go on a Stanley Cup run because I want to see, I want to see what this what South Florida looks like with a good Florida Panthers team and a shitty Miami Dolphins team. Um, well, I don't even yeah. know what's. Start- <laughs> well, <laughs> but- it's
1: basically the equivalent if there was a Miami Marlins winning a World Series.
0: Yeah, but like a con- no, but I'm saying that because because if the Panthers do win it, th- it isn't going to be like a one and done type of thing. It'll be like, oh no, they're going to try and keep contending year and year out. It's not like the Marlins where they'll just blow up the team in, like, a year or two, you know? Yeah, like, uh, just give up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, that, that'll that be the thing. right? How's
1: uh, Andrew's Tampa Bay Lightning?s Because they are back-to-back champs, and usually I never give much credence to the prior champs, but I gotta respect back-to-back a little bit. You know, this is me who calls everybody a fraud, says it's not real, jumps bandwagons against teams that should be good. Um, yeah
0: you suck ass well, okay so like right now we can do like quick run through of the nhl right now so panthers are on top in their division they're up the toronto maple leafs leafs fans are of course uh completely uh, overbearing on their team Oh, they with the slow start and somebody threw their jersey on the ice they're only two points behind the panthers right now the team got hot again they're a good team I don't know what to tell you. The only thing is they don't do good in the playoffs. It's the same thing with the Panthers. Same problem. They both have the same problem. They can't get past the first round. So there you go. And the Lightning are right there. They got 23 points. They're doing all right. They, they, I think they had the, the, another lull once uh, you know, the, the the championship hangover. And remember, they've got they got two of these. And they've been two quick turnarounds of off season. So I don't know how long the Lightning keep this up. But they're they're there. They they haven't gone away. They're still there. So I'm not I'm not gonna completely shunned them away already the the, the the team is still pretty much intact so that's that the carolina hurricanes uh, another hot team uh, in fact they they have the same amount of points as the panthers panthers beat them already the first time in their one-on-one matchup this season so so we got that at least so we've we've beaten them uh, but the, the washington capitals they're they're still good they're two points behind them and new york rangers are back the new york rangers have started off pretty well this season and actually, the last couple of seasons they've been, they've been surprisingly all right. It looked like the, the, they kind of had that kind of sort of uh, sort of, like a small rebuild, they're trying to get to some reload. Yeah, a small rebuild, some reloading there. You know, uh, Henrik Lundqvist rec- uh, retired and all that stuff. So, so all that all that got they they just transitioned to this new era and looks like they're they're finally getting back into it. And they got the Blue Jackets and the Penguins. They're they're, they're kind of hanging around there. The Blue Jackets are surprising because it seemed like nobody wants to be in Columbus, Ohio. And yet the team still finds a way to kind of they're, – they're a scrappy team. They're, they're one of those teams. They're a pretty scrappy team. And the Penguins, are there. And they got Crosby back finally. And we'll see what happens when they get healthy uh, with everybody, him and Malkin and, and those guys. I don't think they're going to – They're not going away anytime soon, uh, but I don't know if their championship window has already closed by this and They're just kind of sticking around with those two guys until they retire. But yeah, so there's that. Western Conference, Panthers beat Minnesota most recently. They're they're leading the Central. St. Louis is right behind them by a point. Same thing with the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Pacific, I haven't been watching much of the Pacific Division. The Calgary Flames are in first place. That's a surprise to me. The Edmonton Oilers are right behind them and uh they should be you know that that it should be the oilers division to lose at this point unless the vegas golden knights can actually turn around the anaheim ducks are third place in their division in the playoff spot which is surprising to me they're a rebuilding team but i guess the first quarter of the season maybe they're 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 playing above their heads i don't know i haven't been watching anaheim so i don't know what's going on i know vegas is started off slow where Then they should be a championship contender, but I'm not entirely sure uh, what's going on with them. Maybe they've had some injuries, and then you got the Nashville Predators, who are always, always you know hovering around there. The and some teams that are just kind of starting off slow. You got Colorado, um, who should be better. Panthers beat them, but but I think it's they'll eventually get it going. Uh, They've got a lot of games uh, that to to make up for because other teams have played like two or three more games than them so that that should be rectified pretty soon enough with the AVS taking their rightful spot Uh, the new team the seattle kraken are not doing well they are not replicating what the vegas golden knights did a few years ago they are a bad team they are 5 and 12 so they're they're just not good they are the Second-worst team in the NHL right now, or third-worst team in the NHL right now, so...
1: I mean, I guess that's the upside, right? <laughs>
0: they're not the worst well, to team. they be the new
1: franchise and not, not, the not the worst.
0: The team. worst? Uh, they're not the worst team, but they're definitely not good, but... I just think
1: of Letterkenny and the uh, hockey coach. I don't know if you watch the show, but how he's just basically going to be trash everything. And in my mind, I'm like, you're losing to a team that's just been born. A new infant, Baby! <laughs>
0: so um uh actually i mean I, I forgot to put this uh this wrestling game in the background here to put something there i put a fatal four-way there let's put it around let's make it a freaking uh let's make it a tlc all right charles okay. we'll put in the smackdown uh, you know that's,
1: that's appropriate concerning the fact that there is going to be no tlc pay-per-view this
0: month oh so we, yeah let's let's put some. Some randomness here. Let's see are they started off with. So Bautista, Big Show, Booker T, and Carlito.
1: That actually does feel like circa 2005 booking,
0: and it is. It, it is. True. This game is straight from 2005. So, Jesus Christ. man, you I are good. <laughs> <sighs> you are good.
1: Of all the things I could be gifted on in life, <laughs> that—not for being smart. Not for being intelligent, you know. Not for anything. Not even for being six feet tall and a professional basketball player. Or nothing like that. It's just because I can just tell you what year a wrestling game was. Not even intentionally, <laughs> just incidentally. Out of all things, do you know how depressing that must feel for me? Yeah. Super
0: well, let's see. Got a bunch you proud. did it. Who do, I, who do I put in this man? All, all right. right, I'm gonna let me let me pause this game so yeah. I can.
1: Alright, so if you want to make this like a legitimate TLC, I think you keep the first three. Kurt Angle, I don't see him in a TLC match really, so we we'll right. skip that. So, Bautista, Big Show, and Booker, we
0: leave yeah. those guys?
1: Uh, Well, you need a high flyer. You got okay. powerhouse guys, you need a high flyer. Alright, so let's keep going down um, here.
0: We're going down. I feel like it. Rey
1: Mysterio is just going to be your perfect choice, or Jeff Hardy, if Jeff Hardy's in that game. Oh, there's yet. Rey
0: Mysterio, he's right there, so. um, Yeah, you can put Rey. Okay, so we got Rey. Uh, let me see, Rey. Because
1: I don't think Eddie Guerrero had died yet, so ba- they didn't really give him the push until they could pop. Batista.
0: Him out of his let's see. Christian. Eddie Guerrero's here, so there he is. Um, yeah, let's see. JBL. John Cena. Kane. Kenzo Suzuki. Muhammad Hassan. Orlando Jordan. Paul London. Randy Orton. Rene Dupree. Ric Flair. Rob Van Dam. Shawn Michaels. Shelton Benjamin. You should definitely have Rob Van Dam in there. Okay. All right. Okay. And we got, ba- all right, starting off with Bautista again, going down the list. Big Show, Booker T, Carlito, Chad Crispin. Uh, <laughs> we, we can't support that, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know.
1: It's so weird, like, watching his matches and appreciating his matches. For those who don't know, Crispin Law killed himself, his wife, and his yeah. kid in, like, 2008. But um, you can't stop the streaming.
0: Sorry, yeah.
1: Vince. Not this time
0: yep and you can't stop the 2005 era gamecube and xbox games and ps2 games uh the hurricane triple h undertaker william regal i gotta think of who would
1: be champ in 2005 so uh, and who would be the we do so not put stacy keebler we don't answer. advocate violence there but no batista works and i think you do a big show as well all right unless so. you want to just keep it towards one big menacing power guy and then they have to get everybody else batista into and we'll, it yeah no,
0: we'll, we'll do this we'll do that we'll, we'll we'll put this here now uh all right um uh, match rules let's just put no limit and uh yeah all right yeah we ready oops come on all right so that's in the background we'll have that going so, it will be better than any
1: of the current booking that they've been doing now <laughs> Ooh. yeah sad. you
0: were you were
1: you were not happy last,
0: you were not la- you were not happy last week you were not salty, happy bro. whatsoever <laughs>
1: i'll tell you right now, i didn't even watch survivor series yeah Ooh. but that's
0: because the card was you
1: know lame sauce to charles so it's like
0: only adds more only adds more to your apathy right now uh okay so uh yeah so that's the rundown nhl that's what's going down that's what's happening that's what's 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 going so anyways uh that's what's up Let's go see. Yeah, let's talk about NFL, right? We're we're like yeah, yeah, yes. we're we're about twenty minutes in. We didn't talk Aaron about Aaron Rodgers lost. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's let's get into it. So, so we're twenty minutes in. We didn't talk about it last week. You know the Miami. I think Dolphins man now they're winning. You know now people are actually talking about oh what if they do on a run? they're not gonna make a run. You know what's gonna happen? It's exactly what's gonna happen. I told this to Doug they're gonna finish eight and nine. Watch they're gonna finish eight and nine. Still be right in the same position where they're at, where people think, well, you know, if we get a couple more pieces, we could, we, we might actually have something. We can, we get a couple of guys, you know, surround some, some guys around Tua, you know, we could win three more games and make the playoffs. That that's There's exactly what's going to happen. That's you what's going to happen.
1: Some guys with Tua, that's the thing. You know? the, the guys who you surrounded just can't play ball.
0: Yeah, Fuller's so
1: not healthy. So, Monte Parker's not <laughs> healthy. I guess
0: <laughs> none none, the, any, none of the receivers are healthy. None of them are healthy. Not a single one. Oh, no, one. no. no. Jalen Waddle's healthy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, J. but Lemotto they don't use him. It's useless. <laughs> they don't use I'm just
1: going to say. And I'm not saying that coming daggers on Jalen Waddle.
0: And is right. actually a decent tight end. They just need to utilize him. In the, they just don't know how to utilize him. That's all. It could be a choice. I mean, they do him enough. He's, he's literally your um, leading receiver. But he's I, I mean, he's the only guy that actually has a brain. uh on the offense, because you, you, I don't know, you saw that thing where he was like yelling at guys to get into right, right formation, and things like that. But yeah, I, he's visibly frustrated with this team. And, anyways, because yeah, the AFC East is winnable. Well, because the I mean, Bills are
1: frauds. And uh, let it be known, yeah, I said that ish right when we call it. Did I not in the beginning of the season? I want <laughs> my credit.
0: Yeah. So, know when right, we have receipts. We have recorded audio of it. The so. bill is due to the bills. <laughs> so yeah, Dolphins face the Jets. It's the Jets. The Dolphins won by a touchdown. They've,
1: Concerning.
0: I, I, they they've won seven of the last eight games against the Jets. Sure, and and I. Is that even a real rivalry anymore? It's not. It's definitely no. It used to be back when the Patriots weren't dominating. Back but y'all
1: were just fighting over who's the best lover to Chad
0: Pennington. Yeah, yeah, And then it's like once the Patriots just won those those initial three, it, it, it was over. It didn't matter the rivalry between any other teams. It was just like, oh, can any of them stop the Patriots? And it, none of them could. None of them could. I think they all had their shots. We might um, not the, be stopping the Patriots. The Dolphins had Absolutely. a couple seasons there. The The Jets had the you know, Rex Ryan. Uh, Freaking um, – Sanchez era that they for for like a couple seasons, and then the Bills at the tail end with with Tom Brady. But there's uh, it really doesn't matter. Anyways, Joe Flacco is still in the NFL. Everybody, (laughs) Joe Flacco actually is a competent backup. (laughs) So uh look at this he's he's lost 14 of his last 16 starts dating back to 2018.
1: I mean, that, that's that's I hate those kind of stats yeah, now because look at where he was playing at collectively, yeah. Denver, no. mm-hmm. which was a bad team, and then um, the Jets. So, like, no, let, let's I, I'm not saying Joe Flacco is a guy that I would Brad Dilford out with or Brad Johnson out with or mm-hmm. Trent Dilmore, sorry, I merged yeah. them, between.
0: yeah. He did well, they're basically the same guy, right? So I think people like Brad. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Dilfer. if you put Brad, if you, uh, I almost said this myself, but if you put Brad Dilfer... If, if you put both of them in front of me and just told me their opposite names, I would be like, yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely him. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I couldn't yeah. tell the difference between the two, you know. So we we talk about
1: punchable faces. Is Trent Dilfer, like a punchable face to you? Uh,
0: let's see. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what he looks like. He's on. Yes? He's on TV. That's right. Um.
1: Uh, I feel I'm not like coming at it like a hater.
0: I, I, I'm coming I, at, at it as a as a observer. Him having that Super Bowl ring kind of gives him a sort of arrogance, False in a sense. Exactly, where he has a Super Bowl ring, but it's only because he was on that Ravens team with like the amazing defense. That's it. That's the only reason. He's the why.
1: only guy I know that you won a Super Bowl and the team didn't want to sign you back. They're like, <laughs> we'll take the chance with Kyle Boulder. Thank you. <laughs> yeah and i'm like the kids are like who kyle bowler was a not so good first round
0: that is a player remember forget
1: he, a third. That is for he sure. was on their first or a third
0: I don't know. all right let's make him our player remember forget you know because i didn't even plan that segment and that kind of that that makes a lot of sense to, to put as someone because uh, man i haven't heard that name in forever let's go let, let what is what did kyle bowler do in his career where is he what's he doing now What's okay? What's what's happened in his life? So Kyle Bowler. Let's see. Let's go on Wikipedia here. Uh, let's see. What what school did he go to? He went to Cal. Drafted in two thousand and three, in the first round, nineteenth pick overall.
2: Oh, right, what's the first
0: round? He's forty years old now. Uh, I thought he was older, but okay, apparently not. Uh, you get into the league so young, and you're out of the league so played, young. Played for Baltimore in two thousand three, two thousand eight. St. Louis. A season, then Oakland, and then it was on the practice squad or whatever with the San Diego Chargers, you know. So there you go. Uh, let's see. What was the stats? Let's see. 48 touchdowns to 54 interceptions, 8,931 passing yards, a QB rating of a very nice 69.5. Nice. Mhm. And yeah, there he is with the Ravens. Uh, let's see. Gosh, I'm trying. Uh, the personal life. Let's see, uh, he married former Miss California USA, and then they had a child in 2011. He had a second. I, I, and I guess he. We don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing in his life right now. So there you go. It's, he's living that like good life. He's yeah, being he's a quiet. Yeah, quiet life. You know, he doesn't have to put himself in front of the TV like Trent Dilfer does. You know, with that one Super Bowl ring. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl, Trent Dilfer is not on TV. I bet you, sure. I bet you he's oh. not. Uh, let's see. So it'll be Rich Gannon.
1: Well, Rich Cannon it's already on TV, but
0: you know, yeah, he's still
1: spread that love.
0: Yeah. So there you so go. Man, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's that's it. That's what he. I don't even know how, that. That's that's all the stuff <laughs> about Kyle Bowler. Everybody. Well, remember to add on about
1: Kyle Bowler is that he was pop. He basically replaces Trent Dilfer yeah and then what occurs is that they're like oh kyle you're not doing it and then they trade for my boy steve young mm-hmm. and so- then steve young breezes into a 13 three year and then of course typical steve young gets injured right after that and that leads to the joe Flacco era but technically they went for um troy smith and that was like disaster in a ball with that man and it worked out and then they're like, we're gonna draft a certain Delaware quarterback that we just talked about, Joe Flacco. So it, it was mm. the first ever player we remember to forget that came full circle.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's right. So here we are. Okay. So that's Call Bowl, everybody. And that's our, our talk about the, the Jets and the Dolphins. I don't want to talk about no more. The Patriots beat the Falcons twenty five to nothing. It's not even fair. So I even put that on Thursdays. Can they just flex out? You
1: know how they used to flex out some things? Yeah, the you Monday night like, games. Oh, yeah. This is not the game that you want to see on a Thursday, homie. Trust yeah, but, us.
0: I mean, this was initially how Thursday night football was, right? It was just a bunch of crappy games. that. Two, like, two I can never say I've seen,
1: I've seen a good one. Yeah. I can't
0: say. I think it, it really is for teams that would never get a Sunday night or a Monday night game. and it's like, You know, just put them on a Thursday night and, and make them feel like they have a prime time, prime time game, but they kind of don't. And, uh, yeah, so the Patriots, they're in first place now. They're 7-4. and Look at that. Bill Belichick gets a quarterback again, and and I don't know. (laughs) We're back to 2001, everybody.
1: All the dudes dudes you spend money on. You know, there's a point to be proven is that with that talent that was so depleted last year, because it wasn't just offense they spent money on. They spent a crap ton of money on that defense. Yeah. Know, Matt B. Jordan, all that. But it goes to show big pockets matter, so quit being small change with some of these teams out there.
0: Mm. So and Matt – I just don't know who their running
1: backs are. I know it's Damian Harris and then um, J.J. Harris or whatever his name is, but that's what, what I'm saying. saying. So they just get dudes to be good everywhere.
0: Uh, let's see. So rushing yards for that game, Damian Harris – Fifty six yards. Ramond, um, Ramondre Stevenson yeah. with a very nice sixty nine yards there. There you go. So that's that's the stuff of Mac Jones. He's he's uh joined Dak Prescott and Ben Roethlisberger as the only rookie QB's to win each of their first five career road starts. So there you go. And uh
1: yeah. I never got, like I said, it's like you're not personally playing all positions.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like that's just me being like
1: bless sports.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Belichick with five straight games. He's, this one actually matters because it's like, okay, he's the coach. He's directly involved, right? Uh, five straight games. His longest single season streak as a head coach without Tom Brady. So there you go. And uh, Matt Ryan is 0-5 in his career versus Bill Belichick including the Super Bowl. Can we just free Matt Ryan from the Falcons? They
1: <laughs> obviously do not have a clear cut plan. Oh uh,
0: yeah, the Falcons the poor are poor just...
1: guy is just subjected to such terrible pain.
0: Yeah. So he's he's there. Um and yeah. Eagles beat the Saints forty to twenty-nine. Not even fair. So Jalen Hurts first QB in Philadelphia history with three rushing touchdowns. Uh Really? I, I, hold on. Let me make sure this. this post- tats, yeah, three Russian touchdowns in a single game. In a single game, not not overall. Okay. Because like, I'm like, well, Donovan, yeah. I'm pretty darn damn sure Donovan Big have scored a few rushing touchdowns. I you was know? thinking Mike Vick, man. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He was there. That that was his uh, uh his rehab, his rehab, his image rehab city, right? That's redemption. Like, yeah, exactly. All that. Yeah. So yeah, Jalen Hurts uh surpassed Randall Cunningham for the most games with two-plus rushing touchdowns among QBs in Eagle history. So, Yeah, the man is running. The man is running. Uh, Mark Ingram, 100-plus scrimmage yards in two straight games yeah. for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, Cam Jordan, four, four sacks in his last five games for the Saints. And... Yeah. Oh, so there's Philly. They're 5-6. Saints are 5-5. Five they're there. The teams are there. Uh, two other teams that are just there. The football team and the Panthers, twenty-seven and twenty-one. I have nothing to say about this game. <laughs> the Return of Cam. that got spoiled by Riverboat Ron. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was the only feel-good story about that, right? Was was Cam Newton returning and kind of yeah. Well, uh, but he scored. He got a couple there, so that that was good. Uh, anyways, yeah, and they lose to Ron Rivera, right? His former the one that kind of gotten kicked out so that kind of sucks the Colts here we go Charles here we go here we are Uh, Carson Wetz can score some points I mean I don't think he's 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 been all right with the Colts I keep thinking he's gonna die every every game but (laughs) I don't know it's just kind of my his his injury history I feel like he's always on the cusp of 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 a catastrophic injury of some sort but uh, well, when f- you don't
1: play real teams, it all comes easy.
0: Oh yeah, that's for you. The Buffalo Bills don't look like a real team anymore, huh? So, uh, forty-one it. to fifteen. Man, the Bills have not. Re- Jeez, they I lose to it. Jacksonville. They're over- going to Indianapolis. Or no, it. well, they were at home actually. They weren't going to Indianapolis. They were mm-hmm. at home. They were at home. Forty-one to fifteen. Forty-one to fifteen. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor at five touchdowns man (laughs) no i'm
1: insulted i'm I'm gonna take this right here here we go people are trying to pull this whole jonathan taylor for mvp crap but when i was calling that stuff for Mm -hmm. derrick henry you know to stop putting mvp to any guy just because they helped you win your fantasy game that ish stops here and we know jonathan taylor's a good running back that's why marlon Mack was left in the aftermath of irrelevance and Carson Wentz, well, you know, I can tell you now, when the game's online, he chokes. So, ha, 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 ha. Um, and I can speak that from how we just handed it to him a couple of games ago. Hmm. But stop it with the John the Taylor stuff. I did say that the Colts were a legitimate playoff team. We have the benefit of being, like, three games up on them and then clear them out in a sweep. So I'm not, I am I wouldn't want to play them because they're really kind of they're kind of like us. They're scrappy. How they're built.
0: They're, yeah, scrappy. they're scrappy. They're built, and then... Um, I don't think the Colts um, have ever given up on a game. They, they always yeah. seem to just kind of try and make something happen. Unlike the Buffalo Bills. Who, yeah. This is a second part of feeling
1: right, because I, I had to put that Jonathan Taylor for MVP stuff to rest. Well, uh, yes, I know, I know he is now the leading rusher, kids, and he will soon be. However, he only got to be in the leading rusher, when the true leading rusher, the true king. Was out, and that was three oh, yeah. games later. Yeah, recognize my realness. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. I, I, that 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 ish, I cannot take. As Gwen Safani would say, "This ish is bananas." B a n a n a n s. Um, but the Colts, they're not a team I necessarily want to play, and they they also suffer from everybody's injured too. Yeah. So best of luck to them because I'm not too concerned about T Y Hilton, but uh, healthy Michael Pittman along with some of the other guys that they drafted. I don't, want, I don't want that smoke. You know what I mean? I don't want that smoke. Mm. Even though we're built well defensively, I still don't want that smoke. But with the Bills, listen, uh, this is where I'm going to get my soapbox. I'm going to take the soapbox. Mm-hmm. The when I looked at it, I said, wow, they did not get a running back. And I like Devin Singletary. But Devin Singletary is kind of like the Darren Sproils effect of a player and how it worked for the Chargers many, many, many moons ago. He's your prototypical scat back. But – you take into consideration Zach Moss didn't really wow anybody I drafted him. Zach Moss last year. Keep that in mind. So I can, I can throw that shade. I'm going to throw that shade, but they get anything. And then they're like, Oh, we're going to give you um, Michael Cole Beasley. i would say Michael Beasley. Horrors. <laughs> but so we're going to give He's you back. Cole Beasley. He's back who room. hasn't, he hasn't done anything. And then you have a tight end in Dawson, Knox. O- okay. But you looked at who they were beating this year. It wasn't really anybody collectively great when you're beating a, Washington team that's erratic when you're beating a um, when you're beating that a I'm, I'm when you're beating a Texans team that doesn't have Tyra Taylor to start and you're just going Davis Mills some things don't kind of work in together but y'all want to harp on that and hold we want to break bread right on that, and why your team's legitimate. and they might get it back, but they might cost themselves because they don't game plan it properly. By, so the Colts have
0: the Colts have beaten this year. Let's see, where are we going? Back here? <laughs> uh, let's see, when was the start of the season? So they uh, was it their opening game was against the Seahawks, right? So they lost. Uh, let's see, they lost close game to the Rams. They lost to you guys. They beat mm-hmm. the Dolphins for their first win. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. They beat. They, uh, they lost the Ravens in overtime, then, then they beat the Texans. The Texans are bad. They beat the 49ers, then they lost to you guys again in OT. Then they beat the Jets, then they beat the Jaguars, now they beat the Bills. So, and the Bills can't beat anybody who's a legitimate team. I'm still
1: salty by the fact that people did not give us our credit for beating them. That's why I'm also additionally bringing that hate train to the Bills. I can live with them like doing well. They were great last year, partially, I feel, because it was like, oh, hey, we have Stefan Diggs. And then for some reason, no one wanted to cover Stefan Diggs. This year, people were like, we're going to cover Stefan Diggs. Yeah, it's going to make sense. We're going to do this. And now you're seeing the byproduct of it. Because they've already lost or matched all the games they lost last year mm-hmm. this year, which could be concerning when you have a 7-4 Bill Belichick team. And I'll tell you now, we're losing to Belichick this week. You know, I, I told you guys the Texas game was a trap game, but the Bel- the Belichick team—they're not even the Patriots to me. They're just the Belichick team. Yeah, are structurally sound and they're just complete. Yeah. So they're going to go a nice. They, they've got a rhythm go going too. They got a good rhythm yeah. going. Because like it's fundamental football. We play that too. It's just we just can't do it with a 36-year-old running back, and that's why we waived him. So bye bye, Adrian Peterson. But that's yeah. all I got, Bills. They're frauds. I'm not convinced.
0: Yeah. So, and, and like the Patriots, let's see. So they've, and look at the teams the Patriots have beaten. So and just to evaluate kind of the AFC, so they, they beat, they lost to the Dolphins. The Dolphins barely won. So that, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's part of their one game that it's like, we should have had that one. It was that, it was that one. Then they go off, beat the Jets. Then they lose to the Saints. Uh, they, they lose to the Bucks. Then beat the Texans, because that's what everybody's doing. They lose to the Cowboys. And then uh, they start getting on a roll, right? They, they beat the Jets again. So it's like, okay, all right, they got the sweep there, but then they beat the Chargers. was so like, oh, okay, that, that's a legitimate win, right? Uh, the, the, then they beat the the Panthers. We're just there. They were frauds. And I got off that bandwagon. Then they beat the Browns, and then they beat the Falcons. And it's like, okay, they're they're racking up some wins. They're racking up. They're racking up wins against teams they should beat.
1: Yeah, and that's the best. Which way is not to beat what the, the Bills batting.
0: are doing. Which is not I what the Bills lose are doing. The jag- well, the Dolphins did. And so. I know
1: I lost to the Jets and the Texans,
0: but it's not really close yet in our division. No, the, no, the, Jets, the Jets are good for, like, one or two upset victories per year.
2: They're, they're good to.
0: enough for that. They always get one or two of those, right? And But, yeah, the the Bills have not beaten the teams they should beat, and the Patriots have been. The Patriots have lost to teams they should have lost to, and they've beaten teams that they – that they should have beaten so that's that's what's going on right now with them and then that puts them in first place because the bills are not doing that so that's what's going down all right moving on let's see (laughs) this game didn't matter the browns and the lions Uh. is baker mayfield (laughs) just the most
1: unlikable quarterback you heard his um what he put out there that he doesn't really care what fans think about offense and stuff like that Mm-hmm. So, to really segment it, because I'm not going to take the time to review yeah. Baker Mayfield, but he said something at that again, and that how he was just pissed at himself for how the offense has been. And, you know, he's like, I don't really care about what fans think. I keep it to my teammates. And ba- the Browns are the most like inconsistent team of how my optimism is for them or support of them, because when they draft the Baker, I'm like, yeah, I want to see good. I don't want to do bad. And the following year, when everyone's crowning them, which quotes the best Delaney Walker quote ever. Y'all want to crown him, crown him, but you still got to play the game. I was anti them. And then last year I'm like, yeah, I'm like give it to, him. give it to see, just mess it up. And then now I'm just like, y'all, y'all want to crown them? Really? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's like my mindset. So they're really inconsistent, but they're doing him no good. But the reason why your offense sucks is because y'all can't, keep with your dudes and you you're just too predictable to a degree because if there's no run game you're losing and they're winning it'll probably make the playoffs i mean they're
0: they're in a they're in a division that pretty much any of those teams can win
1: that division yeah and the nfl has catered to your division to allow victories for all three of your teams to make it because of your franchise's players but i'm like eh, man is he is he just not likable coming into it because remember he's trying to go for that extension and It's about community. Sometimes Mm -hmm. who you want to keep around people because his body of work. You have one playoff game. You are the Browns. You suck. But if you feel that you can just go on the cheaper, and get dudes and develop them there, why would you want to pay him one hundred thirty million dollars, for you know four years, five years? Especially it really depends on
0: all these players. It really depends on how they like. If they feel like they can run this offense with that with, any other quarterback, then yeah, you
1: know can't you. It. Realistically thinking, can yeah. you not already do that? Yeah, you can. Because it, it's... And also, he's very hurt this year, too. So, the guy, poor guy should be playing. He, it's the Carson Wentz, are you going to die kind of thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. to to anybody. But he's all busted up. But really, if it's run the ball with Hunt, run the ball with Chubb, um, three-yard slant route to Jarvis Landry, who I just want him to be traded to. I know that mm. sounds you know terrible,
0: but wouldn't you? Like, he's not doing anything there. He's, he, he's not... Playing up to this final. Jarvis Langer will get you numbers. He will get you He will get you yards. He's 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 solid and dependable. But he's hurt and you know Baker's not really goes away because he's like, where's
1: Austin Hooper? Where's Austin Hooper? Where's David Nojoku? Where's my running backs? They're not really the first options, which I feel minorly gives some credibility to a certain running back, or not running back, wide receiver in LA right now. Mm. Because we already knew Baker has is the wet blanket with tight ends, but um, I don't know. It's the Browns.
0: Yeah, we're not going to and in they're clouds, in the north, but... so they, they they could legitimately win that division just by winning out their, their the rest uh, of the I, I division I don't know games, because know?
1: a certain team, even without my MVP with choice them. of the year, that's not Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson can still win.
0: That oh, well, they're in first place, so if they they keep it together well, and, then, and two, I think, if if the yeah, three? they're uh, who the the Ravens. They're, yeah. they're seven and three right now, so they're a game up on the Bengals at the moment, and of course that Steelers have the tie game <laughs> that they have for against the, Lions. the like, Lions. That hurt. That that hurts them. So and then the Browns are there at six and five, so they're still above five hundred. And and look, that the Ravens lost to the Dolphins, so that was a thing. Like the Ravens yeah. are perfectly. Thank you for that, because that's what helps yeah. me. The Ravens are perfectly capable of, like playing down to their competition or just like, having bad games. So there's a possibility that the, they could lose that division, but it's theirs to win at the moment. I think we're all just anybody but the Steelers <laughs> in that mentality. I don't know. It would be pretty funny if the Steelers won that division with a tie. <laughs> okay. And one last hurrah for Ben Roethlisberger.
1: <laughs> and I'm not really an anti-Steelers fan. It's just this year doesn't feel right because I think it's because how they've drafted mm. and. When you try to be that historic franchise and give people money, and then when you realize your backup, your successor right now is Mason Rudolph and a Dwayne Haskins, who you don't even know what you're getting out of it, I would be kind of livid. I always look at teams who are not my own that I don't want them to succeed if they really just kind of pissed on the franchise a little bit. Mm. So that's why I'm always kind of like very anti to certain Teams throughout the leagues and MLB, football and basketball, I don't care. Basketball, I like seeing the same team suck, suck. I know it sounds terrible to say, <laughs> but every time that I see the Minnesota it, Timberwolves are doing bad it's like pretty re- right the world.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's reliable, right? I,
1: I don't know how to explain yeah, it. The magic that, sucks. It's like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it feels good, man. Like it feels good. All other sports I'm like, ah, that's why you get kinda excited for the Browns. You're like, hey, this is good for them. Mm-hmm. But if it's um if it's if it's that other team, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, is like, second, like the oh. Sacramento Kings ever became good? It's like, whoa. whoa, whoa. Oh. I mean, I, I kind of had Christmas came early for me when I saw Luke Walton. What was the first thing? I'm like, oh, Luke yeah. Walton's fired. That's hey, right. because yeah. it's just the norm. Yeah, yeah. I need that in my life. Yeah, Luke Walton. Because you could only feel good about a franchise like dying, all like when the Lakers go went the sucking years, not once yeah. but twice, because there was a two year. You know, there was the Luke Walton kind of and there was yeah. also the Mike D'Antoni yeah. beginning of the end for it all. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, it goes from there. But you, know, you want to see basketball is very weird, and I think everybody would agree. With me. It's good for business when the best teams succeed, except for the Knicks. The Knicks were never really a good team in a franchise history, in my
0: opinion. So there you go. I mean, the '90s. The '90s was like the the best. Like, where the Knicks were le- the Knicks were legitimately a good team in the '90s. So yeah, 20 years later. yeah. So but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I know. Millennium kind of screwed them over anyways uh, let's let's uh, let's see 49ers beat the jaguars 30-10 i don't i didn't Meh. pay attention to that game so i don't, I don't care uh the, all right, so uh we got the the <laughs> minnesota oh. minnesota here we go charles is about to, oh. about to take off those pants right now uh let's see so out in minneapolis minnesota rivalry game between the vikes and the pack and Vikings Justin you know, Jefferson's a beautiful, beautiful boy. So here we so go. So gifted. He's still baby
1: vessels for me. Thirty four to
0: thirty one over the Packers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers played the game. You know, second game back from the whole uh, uh <laughs> immunization fun that he had the other day. Okay. Throws four touchdowns, three hundred and eighty five yards. Alright. You yep. got all that. But hey, Kirk Cousins. Three touchdowns himself. 341 yards. He had himself a good game. Alright. And yeah, the insights here on NFL, just throwing out here all the stuff Aaron Rodgers like surprise Drew Brees, Ty Brett Favre, and all the other stuff. But that doesn't matter, right, Charles? You know what matters? Wins. Yeah. Y'all y'all settle too much on your fantasy
1: football love and he ain't producing that dubs. And this time, he is two weeks away from the rectal ivermectins. <laughs> so, two
0: weeks out. So, and, and puts the against a team
1: that can't close. Who finally closed out? All is running.
0: Uh, the Vikings are so. I don't know. It's. I wouldn't want to play them. But if they, I would definitely. If, to they, play can, them. if they can, I if, it
1: if I get the ball, if
0: last. they can get their stuff together, they can make a, a wild card run. I mean, right now. I haven't even looked at the standings for, for the that NFC, to be fundamentally
1: honest. sound. It's just bad coaching, plain and simple. And yeah. I like Mike Zimmer, but Mike Zimmer, yeah, think about it. They've lost, like, games in the last minute, man. Mm-hmm. In the last minute, like, multiple times. And sometimes they... Right now they
0: occupy that, that, that sixth spot in the NFC, yeah. right? So And they're, they're kind of toiling there with, like, here we go, New Orleans, San Francisco, even the Eagles, the Panthers are in it. Like that's that's where they're toiling because there's, there's a clear separation between the other teams, right? You got the 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 Cardinals, who of course we know your feelings on them. Got the Packers, and we know Charles' feelings oh, on them. Okay. And we got the Bucks, okay, defending champions. We got the Cowboys at seven and three, oh. and, and then the Los Angeles Rams at seven what and three. So five. there's a separation, right, between the the good teams, and then you got the other ones toiling there. And you got Minnesota, you got Minnesota right there. So so the Vikings can sort they of a trap playoff too? yeah yeah they could they could they they could play. yeah they could be one of those those teams in the, in the wild card round especially if they end the season pretty hot that you don't want to face you yeah, don't want to face mean, like it.
1: cook if you could stay healthy or Madison or, yeah, coach,
0: and, 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 and you, you know Dalvin cook then. gets stay healthy and or uh keep uh, some things tied down in the uh, off the field but uh, yeah yeah so there you go anyways so yeah so the Packers lose to the Vikings. Okay. And uh, Jefferson for the Vikes. Eight, eight receptions. A very nice 169 yards, two touchdowns. And yeah, yeah. So, oh, adding to that narrative, right, Charles? Adding to your narrative.
1: Yeah. Adding
0: to my narrative. Yeah. Winners
1: win all the time. Guys who just get you points on fantasy football, because everybody loves it, just get you points on fantasy football. And that's what it feels like. He's just, you know,
0: the fantasy footballer. I didn't even, I'd even notice uh, BU's comment here. Uh, oh, from When we were talking about Mayfield, those progressive commercials cement Mayfield as not being likable. oh <laughs> well,
1: there's a the lie, right? I didn't even
0: notice that BU. Sorry about that. We were about like 10 minutes since he posted that comment. So I didn't even notice here on the screen. Uh, but, yeah. But yeah, I don't know why. I, let's see. Oh no wonder my chat's kind of closed here on my uh, my software here. It usually it's much bigger, so now I can see it. There we go. There's that. Guy. I just
1: wasn't pay, fully paying attention to it.
0: Yeah, I, but I I, I have them here playing. in giant letters, but my the, the window that I had it was kind of not was shrunk, so I didn't see it. So, anyways,
1: it's also like a triple threat match in my room because all my pets decided to come in because they were scratching <laughs> at the door. I'm like, okay, how do I do this delicately? So, it literally feels like a TLC of who could be the supreme dominant animal. <laughs> Which is always great because every show there's always an animal interference. It's yeah. like my dog barking or the cat's like, yo, man. And I'm like, are you guys hungry or do you want really to give me love? Because you're animals and you're cats and you don't give do a shit about me. You just want me to feed you because you own me and I feel guilty.
0: Uh, So, okay, we got the Ravens beating the Bears, 16 13. Man,
1: fire Matt Nagy. I, 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 like, I feel bad for the guy, but. You had it, and then you lost it. And mm-hmm. you've already lost Khalil Mack, Justin Fields. They think is the guy. I said Justin Fields is the second best guy, but you actually need dudes to kind of see that. We love David Montgomery, but you had that, and the last minute just disappeared. And then the Ravens winning with um, Huntley, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, and you know, good on yeah, the- it- you
0: that. know, it was, it was seven to six going into third quarter. It was like one, you know, ugly ugly game. And I was like, All right, "Give the Bears." Sky. Hang on, and it's like, ah, nah. So, all right. So Ravens win. They pull out a win. And after losing to the Dolphins, they they needed that. They needed to keep them separated from the rest of their division. Uh, Bengals, Bengals going into Vegas, beat the Raiders.
1: Like the Raiders can lose throughout the entire season and they're still winners just because John is not their coach. <laughs> so good for them. But they, come on, man. They like they got they had to sign Deshaun Jackson. Well, obviously, it wasn't cutting it to replace the speedster that was Henry Ruggs. Mm-hmm. And it's just falling apart at the seams. And that's just how it is now. But yeah. for the Bengals, I don't, I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared of Jamar Chase. I'm not scared of, of Joe Burrow.
0: not scared of any of them. No, there. it's not really that they're a scary team. There's. It's just that they're a team that, that is building towards trying to be scary in the future. Yeah. They're still but in that, that transition phase, so. right? I think that's how I see it with the rebuild and then okay now they, they're in a division that kind of allows them to to stick around and yeah there we are
1: to be fair though we did not really see what a full season of Joe Burrow would do for the Bengals because he was injured yeah
0: I mean that was their fault last season, season. yeah so that was a that's but, so uh, I'll give them I'll give them that but hey I, they're 6-4 and Bengals
1: gonna Bengal. I know,
0: but they can like, still finish actually, like 11 and um, I, I keep forgetting the math. Here. They can finish like 11 and six 11 or something. Six. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Think of that. So that, that that's a possibility. 10 and seven. Um, just depends how they finish out with their division games. All right. So uh, Arizona beats Seattle.
1: Both frogs. Yeah. You know, it feels it's... good. It feels good though. My hit boner is just intense.
0: Uh, Russell Wilson Wilson loses three years ago, another one of these stats that you hate, Charles. Three straight games the single season, first time in his career. There you go. Does he still have a hand? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Overrated.
0: Overrated, I said it. Never gonna be an MVP. The, the Chiefs. The Chiefs beating the Cowboys. 19 Cowboys. To 9. You
1: talk about we were attacking the Bills for being fraudulent, but Cowboys feeling fraudulent
0: that or the chiefs are are turning it on finally you know maybe they're, they're finally trying again which is they're, they're perfectly capable of doing I, I always felt that that was kind of the way that they were going about this season I was like ah, we will turn it on when we feel like it And it seems like that's where they're at right now it's like, all right cowboys all right let's do it around a bit. Mess yeah. so that's that's what ha- i think that that's what's going on with them so I, I'm not I'm not conservative, especially in that division. oh No, they're gonna win it, so it doesn't matter. But you know, the Pundits, you know, they got the Chargers, the yes, Pundits. but but I, I don't have. I mean, I want to see a little more from the Chargers, but they beat the Steelers 40, 41 to thirty seven shoot out Yeah, but they slept though. They don't have that killer instinct. Yeah, I know. That's why I need to see a little more from the Chargers, right? I, I I mean, heck, I already labeled them as frauds on our group chat. So And they lost to Bill Belichick. Yeah. And that's how you know if you're ready or not. Mm-hmm. If you beat Billy. Yeah. You cannot beat Billy. And then how is this a Monday night game? How how do who puts the New York Giants on a Monday night football <sighs> game?
1: The crooked NFL committee.
0: Like to I, tell I, me that you January have Joe the Buccaneers. That's all right, I get that. You got Tom you got Tom Brady and then you're like oh let's put him against the New York Giants for old times sake it's like no it's not old times there's no Eli there's nothing (laughs) like this is there's no sort of like the Giants the only team to beat him in the Super Bowl like there's no there's no reason for this who thought this was a good idea who thought this was a good idea this is like uh, crap The, the NHL did this with like the Red Wings and the Avalanche in their outdoor game and it's like, yeah, but the Red Wings were, were like, in the Eastern Conference by that point, And, like, there's no sort of... I mean, yeah, the rivalry was, was insane back in the, the late 90s, early 2000s between those two teams. We were practically killing each other. Uh, heck, paralyzing each other, literally. And yet... And yet... Then they, they put them in an the outdoor game, and it's like, sure, I guess, but... It doesn't make any sense. There's no animosity between the two teams. Like it, it's completely the 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 rivalry was was dead, was dead. It was there for a magical moment for about a decade or so. And then the Red Wings moved to the Eastern Conference. It was, oh, it was over. Okay, Patrick Wall okay. retired. Saquon Barkley.
1: Hopefully, just put that right there.
0: Ooh. Don't pick up that option. Yeah. So I don't care if he came back from an injury.
1: How much leeway should we give you? You know, if you're trying to perform.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I I don't know. The New York Giants are just—they're not good. Jones is not good quarterback. They
1: fired Jason Garrett though. Yeah. Well. Think that will solve the problem? No. Yeah. I think anybody who is not a fan of halfback dive, halfback dive, slants, halfback dive, fumble, 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 punts. New New York Giants
0: fans are kind uh, of—they—they're lamenting the fact that they they were so hard on Tom Coughlin and Eli. It's like
1: the Bu says TVX executives wanted the viewership from the New York
0: market. Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. No, he, he's completely right. He's completely right. But I mean, how many people? Uh, well, I can't say that. I'm sure there's a bunch of morons that are watching New York Giants in New York. Well, much like there's a bunch of morons watching the Miami Dolphins down here. And uh so I, I get that, but I definitely did not. I like. I was not going to pay attention. To I knew that. Like, I, I watched you, Cowboy
1: Bebop so like, that's, that's my answer here like, I, I went to the most anti-football thing I'm like anime
0: like like New York Giants do not get me up in any sort of way at all at all there's no I'm matchup the for the New York Giants that like, that like this season you can put them against any team I do not care who they're facing I will not watch that game they're just they're just there they're just a the team that's there there's a team there. I don't know. And ah, uh, man. Uh, so that that was that. And the Broncos and the Rams had bye weeks. So there you go. And uh yeah, yeah, so uh I forgot to see the NFC. Uh, we saw the NFC stand up with the AFC it was like so you got you're a Titan still in first place. Uh Losing don't matter. Yep. Yeah, Baltimore trap game.
1: Everybody, everybody wants to
0: throw some hard trash at <laughs> yeah, like Baltimore leads their division. The Patriots do, too. The Chiefs are right in the ship once more. Then you got the Bengals and the Chargers and the Bills. Bills, and then you got the Steelers back there and the Colts and the Browns and, heck, even the Raiders and the Broncos. And the Broncos. The Broncos feel like they might do a thing. And then the Dolphins are over there at 4-7. and People actually might actually want to believe in them. That's so stupid. They do not know. I have I have learned the error. I've learned my ways now. Twenty years later, Charles, I'm not believing in anything that this Dolphins team is going to do. They are Listen, not going to go anywhere. Believe okay. it
1: when the season's over and if they're in the playoffs.
0: No, no, that played. that's literally my criteria right now. At this point, I I am so I, I'm so done with this team. I am so done with this team. Okay, I got a good I got a good hockey team. I got a good basketball team. So I'm okay. Are you, still, are you still? I thought you were loyal to your right? boy. The, Aaron the Seminoles Rogers. could beat the Gators this weekend, right? You know, even though I'm a Bearcats fan, we all know this. But still, that could happen. You know, they fired Mullins, which you know kind of gave me a heart on. <laughs> Especially because he, he left Mississippi State for them. You know that that's my brother. That's where my brother-in-law went, and you know Mississippi State's doing all right. And uh, and yeah, the Gators are trash. So. You know, uh, been been. I'm I'm very pleased with with the situation going on there. Anyways, uh, all right. So we are. Has Andrew indicated if he's popping on yet?
1: I have, I have not, not gotten anything from. I have
0: him. not checked. Okay, so, ooh, we are about two minutes out from the halfway point. I think I think I get. I got. I got one small segment that I did actually write out here. So we did do in player remember forget. So that, that was cool. That was unexpected. That was nice, it was, it was yeah. a full circle. Play yeah. Remember, Kyle yeah. Bowler, right. A name. I, I legitimately forgot he existed as a human being, <laughs> but he's, he's good. He's been, he's laying low. He's laying low in his life. And that's, that's a good thing. Oh, right? Bearcats
1: are in the top four. So Andrew's going to come kick him. door Holy.
0: Down, sh- oh, damn son. That's going to be Awesome here we go, go. next week and all this means nothing oh yeah uh, <laughs> then i would jump off the bandwagon <laughs> i'm not it, you doomed them it's bound to happen you're here, here <laughs> first kids yeah okay
1: here okay, we go andrew andrew says he'll be on in a second literally it's kind of
0: like you know yeah. it's coming so andrew's coming all right so we're we're, we're gonna have some fun we can, we'll i'll wait, I'll, I'll non, wait the for the non-sponsor yeah exactly i want him to pop on here
1: Alright, uh, so then I'll take the reins for a second here on it. So, um, are you still on that Green Bay Packers bandwagon now, bud?
0: Oh, no, I, I left immediately once Aaron Rodgers was immunized. <laughs> so, so wh- wh- where like, are we I, Like, I can't stand by behind this guy. And it's not because, like, it's nothing like, you know, you know me. I'm like you. It's nothing political and stuff like that. I don't give a shit. But, like, it, it's just like, I can't have we a quarter. I, I can't have a quarterback doing these shenanigans, while, trying to win a Super Bowl. I've seen the last four NFC Championship games. This is not going to go well. So, uh, I have yet to hitch myself to a new bandwagon, and it's, I'm I mean, still. I have a suggestion. Okay. All right. Considering the fact that
1: um, we've mentioned them already, and considering the fact that we've mentioned Sonny numerous times the last couple of episodes, including. Who would be me in our live-action casting? <laughs> you should be an Eagles fan, just I so you can be, be person. I just want you to say, fly, Eagles, fly.
0: Fly, Eagles, fly.
1: Jalen Hurts, bucking the tread. I, I can literally see the inner filly in you. He's just bucking the tread. No one thinks he's a quarterback, but he rushed three touchdowns.
0: Birds! Birds are back, baby! <laughs> I, I need this about Go, that. Birds! Ooh. That's a, yeah. I need. To, I sh, I should look at some of those. Like not some of these top these teams leading the division. I can't do that right now. All right. I yeah. did it with the Packers, and then you know, stuff happened. But like, I need to pick one of these teams that's like twirling oh, Rob right Van Damme there. Won the TLC you got the six and five. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of those six and five teams. You know, just a. Uh, I, someone I just want
1: to hear you say the coach's name because his name is like Sirianni, but I want you to give your best, like Philadelphia Sirianni. Sirianni, Sirianni. Uh, lift your shirt up. Come <laughs> here, Sirianni.
0: Yeah, you go, coach. I mean, it makes sense. My 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 aunt lives in Eastern Pennsylvania. You know, my cousins live out there. A bunch Jesus of Eagles fans. Really. Come true. <laughs> I, I, could, I could. I I I think I. You know what you know what, we'll officially designate the Eagles. I'm on their bandwagon right now. Let's just do it. I've been watching a ton Everybody of Over- I've watched Don the last Mcnab. three seasons of Always Sunny because I'd missed out on the last two. So I'm all caught up again. So hey. I-, I feel like it's appropriate right now.
1: Everybody, of course, likes um, Don McNabb and Andy Reid. That's a legacy. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's fine. Yeah, no, you know, I, I always thought to... that.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and I always thought it was so unfair. It was so unfair to him. The man was a legitimate Hall of Fame quarterback that they had for years. Got to, to a Super Bowl, you know. Of course, yeah, almost won the. Yeah, almost won the damn thing, you know. Andy Reid, the same thing, you know. To was service was <laughs> was good enough for a season before he went all full diva again. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, Philly. Let's do it. Let's go. Fly, Eagles, fly. (laughs) E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Plus, everybody loved,
1: you know, Brian Westbrook. Takeo Spikes, I believe, was there for a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, Reggie
1: White was there, right? Yeah. uh, Dawkins as well. Yeah, they got some history. They got some history. They won a Super
0: Super Bowl in the era of of color television. You know? (laughs) I know that, that... uh, oh, I've, I see more Miami Dolphins games uh, from the Super Bowl era that were shot in black and, and they, white. And they did have the Philly
1: special now with Nick Foles, and yeah. we were revering that. We were loving that.
0: Yeah. So I think Andrew's popped on here. Are you here, Andrew? Yo. Hey, man. How about them Bearcats?
2: Uh, I I'm hoping I'm <laughs> hoping that this isn't just going to be a uh. double switch or some shit.
0: <laughs> we'll Call uh, it. okay all right we're, we're gonna do the non-sponsor we're waiting for you to pop on here we'll do our non-sponsor we're about to enter the second half of the show and then we'll get into that and then we'll of course we'll we'll do our thanksgiving stuff and the cage and all that stuff we already talked about the nfl we didn't talk about lebron and the suspension or anything like that i talked hockey for a bit too but yeah we're, we're here let let me let me get the the graphic on the screen here. So we uh, we did actually we actually did a play remember forget that was legitimately pretty surprising. <laughs> so Ooh, who
2: who who was it? Uh,
0: Kyle, Kyle Bowler. Boulder. I almost forgot his name already. <laughs> Kyle <Wait>. Bowler. <laughs> exactly. Former Ravens quarterback. A former we full yeah sprinkle. went to Cal went to Cal. Um, but yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Wait, was I he honestly, there before Aaron
0: Rodgers got there? I think he was he the yeah. one before, and then Aaron Rodgers took over.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers was before my time of getting into college football.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Basically, any anything outside of FSU prior to 2010, I I don't know anything about, more or less.
0: Okay, so all right, player. Uh, gosh darn it, uh, frickin'. We're from non-sponsors, people, places, things, concepts, what have you, that we have been enjoying over the last week. Uh, I think Andrew started last time. I think I can start this time. Okay, guys? Because yeah. I've been listening. So my my non-sponsor this week is a comedian, once more, Bill Burr. Hmm.
1: Huh? Yeah.
0: Bill Burr. Talk
1: about angry comedian right there for
0: you. Yeah. Oh, no. and, and He's he's a you know, huge sports fan. I like his comedy. I like what he does. Okay, he's got his own podcast, Monday Morning Podcast. He talks about sports, gives out his own life advice and stuff. Like he's an angry guy. He's legitimately very angry guy, but he's, More he's tra- angry guys. You know, he tries to soften his edges as well. And he, and, but he knows he has a problem. He's always on here. Um, what is this thing he has here about One Punch Man? Was did he actually do a voiceover in One Punch Man? If that's the I case, think he was in The
1: Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's in a lot of things now. He's in a lot of things uh he was uh in uh king of staten island he was actually pretty good in that as well he's got the f is for family which i i didn't really get into uh, on netflix i, I mean maybe i might give it a second chance maybe i just didn't watch maybe it, it, war- it gets better along uh you know the way not sure so I'll, I'll watch that but was he in one punch man i gotta figure that out now man because i gotta figure out yeah, what really episode can't he's see
1: in being on one
0: punch man i mean he's bald. I mean, he yeah. He doing the comparison? I don't know. On, I got, I got, Bill Burr, one shot, one punch man. What the heck? Is he into anime? If this, oh oh wow, oh no, I, he probably did a voiceover in One Punch Man for the for the dub. Okay, all right. Is it like
1: a? I will have to inquire further.
0: Yeah. No. I I will now. I will research that on my own and see if he did a, a voiceover and a dub for one punch man if so i want to know what character he voiced over all right so there you go because i he's got a very recognizable voice and uh, i just like him i like his comedy i like what he does uh, and he's hes doing a bunch of work and i got to figure out what he's doing on one punch man okay so there you go uh um, he says according to wiki no he's not on one punch man I don't know. I don't know. No, maybe maybe he did a bit or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. Some there's some comedians around. you know if uh, uh, we trashed him a bit ago. Um, was it Jim Belushi? Uh, yeah, he's actually a huge anime fan. So, I don't care. I know, but I'm just saying, like he's got some taste, you know? It, man, his form <laughs> of anime is probably like Dragon
1: Ball Z. No, I no, love he, me some-
0: no, no. He's le- he legitimately asks fans for good ones to, to recommend to him. So he's, a, hes damn it! Don't make me like Jim <laughs> He legitimately, he legitimately likes anime, and he's always looking for some good ones out there. So there you go, Charles. Come on, man. And then on Look, Titans Bill Belichick loves his out. dog. You know, there's 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 things about people. That, what dude. is this world coming to? Remember, I could just respectfully hate people. By the show, by who they are as
1: people, and of so the shows they yeah, watch, before before
0: social comments. media, you could just hate somebody just for like whatever you could see of them on TV and stuff like that. But now it's like, oh, they, they welcome you into their lives. It's like, oh, oh my God, he likes the same damn things as me. <laughs> He's just like me. You know, he just has this persona that, that goes about that. But yeah, anyways, yeah, Bill Burr, that, that's uh, uh, what's damn, what's a good promo code, man? Promo code. Ah, uh, Boston! I'm gonna go Boston. There you go.
1: B A W W. Yeah, right.
0: Boston. I'm sure, B U. rating me on my my Boston accent right now. <laughs> All right. Okay, who's going next? I could go. Yeah. So
1: y'all already know what it is, but it took like two and a half weeks to get there, but. It is gaming season, kids. Oh it is boy. gaming season. So it's kind of like a 2 for. I'm gonna give two shout outs in mm. one. One, I'm gonna give a shout out to just the the death of the holidays, which is Black Friday, because Charles has spent way too much money <laughs> the last five days, and Francisco Woo. has hated me because I am incessant well, about it's, it's everything.
0: Not, it's not just that. It's just like you know, you specifically know I want to so badly. <laughs>
1: well you know i i don't care you know you, you if you're that person who says i'm gonna die i'm gonna eat a tub of ice cream in front of you because every time of this year when it's black friday time charles be buying his games mm. and charles bought five damn video games in the span of two days all for like a total 98 dollars. new games too playstation 5 games a nintendo switch that was on 27 dollars all those can be oodles and oodles. So there's a small little promo to Black Friday and the depth of uh, depth of holidays and just love of commercialism. So I can just play video games on the cheap. Because what's the one thing we know about Charles? Charles won't play full price for anything. This is why Charles probably doesn't have an Xbox. Because if you thought you were bad with Game Pass, imagine me. I'm like, oh, I'll just we took up on Game Pass. and I was a I wouldn't even pay $2. So I just want to give a shout out that to the depth of commercialism or the rise of commercialism still around in Black Friday. But however, Charles recently be a game. He had been hinting towards it and i like games that can sometimes be chill i like games that sometimes make my mind think that's why i like some puzzle games from the old nintendo days when we we're young and i like games that can kind of take a little bit of everything in the concept and make it a unique spin and with deathloop loop charles was very very happy he even sees it he told you guys hey i'm not gonna go from dumb." but i spent 20 hours playing Arcane Lions PlayStation exclusive where you are on a repeating um, island of a 24 hour day span to kill eight visionaries. And it's made by the people who made Dishonored 1, Dishonored 2, and Prey. I hated Prey. I loved Dishonored 1. I loved Dishonored 2. It had been told as being Game of the Year. I remember being in one of my other group chats, like, how is this going to be like a 10 out of 10 Game of the Year depending who they made it from? And those Dishonored series were strong 8, but Prey was just so trash, man. I couldn't get behind it. But the idea, the concept is you have the same repeating loop, 24 hours a day. The game is split up into four sections, morning, noon, afternoon, evening. And you have to figure out the puzzle of it, of how to get all eight killed in the entire day. So you go through, you find the story, you figure out their patterns, you kind of mimic you know, their styles. You figure out what's the best appropriation. You use some weapons, you use some magical powers called the slabs. And boy, was it a good time. It's a very small map, of course. It's just, you know, morning, noon, afternoon, evening. However, you can revisit it at different times and see different changes. You can find out new information that comes into it. And if you like to be a dick and you like playing Dark Soul games, you can even invade other people's games as Juliana and then kill Colt. So Colt's main thing is that he can die multiple times and come back. But then if you kill the other visionaries, you can get their powers. You can get Havoc. You can get um, Ether. You can get... Other thing that I don't remember or recall, um, Nexus, that was the other one. You can get the one that makes, Ether is the one that makes you invisible. There was another one that was very useful for me um, that I utilized a lot. Of course, it escapes me now because I'm put on pressure because I'm just a shy person when it comes to this. But what I liked so much about it was a set of making me think of being intricate and you get a lot of roguelike games where like it's a loop and you have to die to figure out the story. Actually, that's why I bought Returnal 4 for $8. Um, but I like the idea that you can kind of like kill the visionaries multiple times too because you have to to beat the game to break the loop you have to do it within the whole 24 hour day span so there's like one guy who has teleportation which is shift and i I killed him like five times just because i could upgrade his slab upon killing him multiple times and what i liked most about is even though i like dishonored even though i hated prey my problem with all of them is that they had a morality thing and i like to play my characters essentially good guys i i'm lame what can i tell you i'm an inherently good person um, I don't like to go destroy things like GTA. I was the guy who did GTA missions as opposed to trying to get five stars and beat up on people with baseball bats. Everything else was, you know, inconsequential. However, that would affect their endings. If you did bad things here in Deathloop, that's not the case. Just go mess some people up because you're all bad guys and you're just trying to break the loop. And I finished it. I liked the ending. Some people were kind of frustrated with it. I thought it did what I needed to do for the ending because of the interesting lore and I don't know if they make a series out of this in full because of the qualifications but I did like it 20 hours devoted I try to play a little bit as Juliana and be in dick and avoid and invade other people's games because I wanted to get a trophy but um, I would even kind of maybe replay it but I don't necessarily have to because if I know the pattern I could just try to go again on the pattern but it was interesting enough I give a 9.5 and I think it was just the rush of everything when the emotions simmer down Maybe it's a nine, but it's strong. It's definitely in contention for my game of the year. I think I probably have time for one or two more games to beat to complete that list. Charles is going on vacation from the 10th to 20th. I think it'll be a staycation, and I did buy five games um maybe six considering mm. if charles picks up madden for like that 10 months like because he's he, he's got the he's got the goals but right now it's in contention with shadow colossus remake for game of the year and miles morales but big time enjoyment it was on the ps5 so it was one of those fully formed games because here's the thing about these new consoles fellas that you got to remember a lot of these developers what they were given if it came out in the first year or maybe into this is the first complete year they're still probably running on the near like perfunctory performance of the console we don't know what we're going to get in full blast so I'm interested to see what they can do from there so Charles like Steph Loop, very fun, very big, very enjoyable um, might be my game of the year Arcane you did good now you're purchased with Xbox so you're only going to make Xbox games now so that's going to go to Francisco's but y'all should do it, promo code um, what, what, can I, what can I think of Black Reef
0: okay yeah, it sounds. I like that. I like kind of like how you said the mechanics. It like, uh, kind of reminds me of Majora's Mask, where you kind of do the same thing over and over again, you know? Yep. Uh, yeah, and, like... and it has a very
1: kind of cool vibe and aesthetic to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like the art style. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. Yeah, and it's, uh, I, th- I think it's on PC as well, but just PS5 and PSC right now. So there you go. I think it comes out to Xbox next year. Uh, it is PC. Get... Yeah. It's just kind of buggy. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll, they'll clean that up. So, all right. Death loop. Andrew, you ready?
2: Yes, sir. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, I'm going with UCF again, but there's actually a reason for it. It's <laughs> a little bit different this time. All right. So,. Last week, out of the middle of nowhere, no one was expecting this, UCF up and unveiled a new secondary logo. It's an updated version of the Knighthead, as we call it. Um, We had used this old Nighthead logo since 2007 when we completely rebranded the athletic department from Golden Knights to Knights. Um, that's when we introduced the Stacked UCF, uh, the Stacked Letters UCF logo, uh, the Batter Up logo, which has since been retired. It was a whole new set of logos. Uh, last week they, it's technically a new logo, but it's basically a re-envisioning of the, that original Nighthead logo. So that in of itself is cool, but then... Just yesterday, out of the middle of nowhere, UCF has been using white helmets all season because, supposedly because of supply chain issues. Uh, Apparently a helmet manufacturer, supplier, whatever, caught fire. The building did, so it was destroyed. And I don't know the full story there. But either way, in, in any case, UCF has had Wearing white helmets all season as opposed to the usual mix of black, white, gold, pewter, and anthracite. Um, And we were sort of expecting, we were hoping that they would have a black helmet for this game, this uh, Friday, because it's our rivalry game against South Florida on black Friday, um, which has been the day that the game has been held every year since we joined the same conference back in 2013. And then, sure enough, they have black helmets. And more than that, this year's black helmet is, this version of it is going to have the new Nighthead logo on it. So everyone is very excited. And I also want to take this opportunity to, uh, happy USF hate week, everybody.
0: Yeah. i Hated on the Gators, even though I'm a Bearcats fan, as we all know.
2: Ooh.
0: As we all know. Uh, we'll
2: all get to that in a second during yeah. our college football mm-hmm. discussion. But
0: yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, so it's a little bit of a quick one, but uh, shout out to UCF and the graphic design department for a great new logo and uh, a great uniform to end the regular season. Promo code Nighthead2.0
0: yeah and uh, well, I, I, I find it's a good looking logo I, I, I like it very much I'm glad that they they went basically just turning them on the side you know just making them face forward uh, so it just it makes sense to do it that way so right. it's, yeah, so you have one from kind of sort of side maybe you can do a profile version at some point you know like that, that could that could work out too in the future so you got you got different ways to play with the head. So all right, okay. So uh, Andrew, this popped up, and I just kind of want to do this with you because we haven't really talked about logos and things like that. Well, you know, you and I are both like, you know, jerseys and logo files that type of stuff. Yeah. We, we're we're super into it. I didn't even know the New Jersey Devils came out with the third jersey, and it looks horrible. <laughs> and
2: it's it, it it Not only is it horrible, it's it's very literal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow i didn't put it together it just says jersey it's like a like a generic uniform right and
2: actually to i was that just point, say sports
0: on it or hockey
2: right to that point a uh, really funny group called um bring back hockey mm-hmm. which it's kind of a parody site, sort of, very relaxed and groovy, funny. They released a shirt today that's in that, a t-shirt in that same design that just says, shirt. <laughs> and then someone is also take, uh, thinking of making a hat that says, hat.
0: Yeah. Like, hold on, let me see, what's the, the reasoning for? Historic New Jersey hockey teams, including the 1928 New York Bulldogs, also skated while wearing sweaters with white stripes all over the shoulders and sleeves okay as always these days the uniform is full of manufactured meaning instead of simply rolling out with an appropriate we wanted to replicate the sweater worn by new jersey hockey teams in the past they're explaining away just about every stitch of this thing providing answers to questions nobody would have otherwise asked yeah the 21 counties i don't know what that they put in their names on the bottom hem there uh, for the 21 counties that make up the new jersey five stripes on the left oh they literally put 21 stripes on this jersey to, to, to okay they make up every jersey and even though people uh people in new jersey the, a lot of them are rangers and rangers, rangers. Or, he, or even islanders fans um or uh, if they're like uh, south jersey or whatever they're they're uh they might be flyers fans you know because like uh was it uh, Mike Trout's from that area definitely Philly fan so they got uh, they 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 trotted out martin Brodeur for this <laughs> okay with the three uh, Stanley Cup championships there okay sure uh he has not aged well since retirement <laughs> um,
2: someone actually on Twitter asked if, if because apparently he had a hand in this uh, oh boy. they asked if, if someone's number can be unretired
0: Wait. Huh?
2: So Brodeur apparently had a hand in coming up with this design
0: Oh, and they wanted to unretire his number. <laughs> because this they hate it. It.
2: they hate it so much.
0: Oh gosh. I mean this is this is just it's not good. And it's just another line of bad third jerseys that are out there. I mean I, I honestly don't know why the devil the devil's changed their regular um uniforms to, to away from their classic the stuff that they've worn since the late or the early 90s, sorry, that's when they switched to red red and black instead of uh, and red and me, green. Let me
2: just let me just say I am not happy with what they did. Because the way that the old jersey looked, it had this nice balance to it. But no they had to go. They and made
0: it even then it was like they they made changes that were so like like inconsequential. It's like all oh, right, we'll just get rid of the bottom stripe, we'll move this around a bit. It's like it's what's the difference? Well, I know the difference, but like what's the point of doing that? Like if you're not gonna go big, then don't go at all. And honestly they don't have to. The devils had a classic look. I don't understand what's the point. You won three Stanley Cup championships, you you've been contending, that type of stuff, right? Like, it, it works. And the Devils aren't an ancient team in regards to NHL history, really. That's why they went back to, like, 1927, whatever, for these their roots in hockey. Because like I think they came over in, like, 1980 or something like that when they moved from, from Colorado.
2: Was it KC then Colorado? They, they were
0: the um, Kansas City Scouts, and they moved to Colorado to become the Rockies. And then they moved to a frickin' um, Jersey. So... So there you go and everybody just wanted a simple black uniform <laughs> which would have made sense right the Honestly,
2: if they if they did a reverse of their current uniforms so the black is red the red is black and the honestly black red, that would have looked really cool
0: they're, they're probably just gonna do what the new york islanders is just go back to their old stuff and just be like all right that's it okay good right and then just have their retro uniforms you know the red white and green that they wear i think for like christmas or whatever you just have that. And that's and then have a black jersey. There you go. We're done. We're done. Maybe make a you could make a secondary actual devil logo as well. You could play around with that for a third jersey, but that's it, you know? So I didn't notice that. And yeah, the the Royals also got new uniforms, but not home uniforms, but just like road uniforms that kind of look a little bit like their their, their stuff from like they said from the seventies and stuff, back when um early days of the franchise and George Brett. So it's not, not much of a change. They kind of just took uh, are changing it from the old because uh, they had Royals basically in the, the cursive along with a, a company in Kansas City version of that. And now it's just block lettering with the Kansas City, which kind of, you know, reminds you of George Brett, that, that type of era, too. So there you go. So that's that's the Royals. They got a powder blue uniform, which is always great. But people complain that they don't have the powder, powder blue plants, which is true. If they're going to go with that old school style, they, they need to go all the way. But uh, yeah, there's there's Royals. And uh, yeah, that's what they're doing right now. So, and I think that's it. There's you know, some minor league stuff, some soccer stuff, which I don't care about and I will not comment on. So we shall move on, guys. We shall move on. Uh, when do we want to do our Thanksgiving discussion should we save it for later afterwards I say, I
1: say near the end, near the so end. So for the end.
0: okay okay all right so we, we don't even need a
1: cage we could do the cage and we and
0: talk about this every year But it's and it's our you know our, our opinions are pretty much the same but we just love talking about it so there there we go so all right so Andrew you are back from a uh, from the college football you know rubbing shoulders with the college football media elite and my beloved Cincinnati Bearcats are, are finally being recognized what's going down what's going on
2: well um, some history has been made I mean they they, they Reese Davis pointed this out um, earlier in the show but every year or every week this year um, the Cincinnati Bearcats have made history for a non-autonomous non-auto- non, uh, five. People call it the group of five or the power five, whatever. But the official terminology is the autonomous five and the non-autonomous five. So, Cincy has made history every week because they are the high. They have been the highest ranked non-A5 school in college football playoff history. The, pre- the previous record went to my beloved UCF Knights. They were ranked seventh in 2018, if I remember correctly. Um, Cincinnati started the season at six. They worked their way to five. And then the team ahead of, directly ahead of them was Oregon, and they got the shit kicked out of them by Utah. This past week. I think it was 38 to 7. So they got. Absolutely decimated. So. it A lot of people were. Wary about what the committee would do. Because. The committee has shown time and time again. That they really do not. Re- despite what they say. They do not respect. Non-A5 schools. But. I th- I think I think they got their hand was forced, and they put Cincinnati into four, which is the first time that a non A five has made it into the top four. So, what is ahead for Cincinnati? They face UConn. Oh, no, 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 they face who is their last team? Crap. Uh. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll get to them in a second. So, uh, Georgia stays number one. Everyone was expecting that. Georgia is just in a whole other playing field this year. It's not even fair. Um, they had a close game. Their first game of the year which was against Clemson. Back when Clemson was a highly ranked team, uh, Georgia won that one ten to 3 And they haven't looked back since. Um, it just seemed to be getting stronger every, every week. It's, it's insanity. Their game this week against Georgia tech and clean old fashioned hate their rivalry game. Uh, they're expected to win that one handily, which, which they're already guaranteed a spot into the sec championship game alongside Alabama, who is ranked three in the top four. So, assuming that Alabama wins their finale against Auburn, which is quite, uh, quite probable, um, and Georgia wins against Georgia Tech, those two are going in there. Basically, if, if, if Alabama loses in the SEC championship game, I can't see a reason for them to be in the top four. Um, they'd have two losses. Um, I can't recall a, a two loss team making it into the playoff before. And yes, I know they're going up against a juggernaut in Georgia, but uh, I don't see them getting in. So it, it look, things look pretty settled right now. Let me say this, if Georgia somehow loses, as long as Georgia doesn't lose to Georgia Tech, they're making it into the playoff. Because even if they lose to Alabama, they've been so dominant this year and they're losing to the number three team that they'll fall maybe to third or fourth. And and there's
0: been precedent from those two teams facing off against each other to make the playoffs anyway.
2: Right. But if Alabama loses, uh, Alabama has to go undefeated the rest of the way in order to get into the playoff. They have to beat Auburn and they have to beat Georgia. It's, It's no ifs, ands, or buts. Cincinnati obviously has to go undefeated, but even then there's no guarantee because, again, everyone is extremely wary of what the committee is going to do. Sitting right behind Cincinnati right now, if I remember correctly, is Notre Dame. That's the team that... It's, Cincinnati- it's
0: Michigan, actually, right now. Oh, it is Michigan? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I have it up here on the screen here, so um, we do Michigan have Michigan. Is
2: going, Michigan is going to get decimated by ECU. Thank you, BU. I'm looking at the Twitch screen now. So yeah, uh, Cincinnati is playing East Carolina, ECU. Uh, I want to say that they'll win and they probably will, but you know, the past few weeks with the exception of this past week against SMU, they've kind of been hit and miss. They've still won, but you know, they, they haven't played up to, up to high level of play. Against South Florida, Tulane, Navy—you name it. These are not exactly, although you can sort of forgive Navy because they run the triple option, and that's just a pain in the ass to deal with. Uh, everyone hates the triple option, um, and really, the only teams that run it these days are the service academies—Air Force to some extent, but certainly Navy and Army. Um, I'll ex- I'll do a learn a goof someday about what the triple option is, but. In in any event, Cincinnati, they have to win out. Uh, They play ECU, thanks to you telling me, and then in the conference championship, they're playing against Houston. Now, if Cincinnati wins this week, they get home field advantage. This is not like the SEC championship or the ACC championship. The conference championship in the American Athletic Conference is held at the home stadium of the higher-ranking team in conference with a better conference record. That's one tie. They have a few tiebreakers, but in short, if Cincinnati wins against ECU, they're going to hold the, they're going to host the conference championship game. I, 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 like I said, I want to say that if they go undefeated going into the final rankings, that they will be in the call in the playoff, but I don't know. Um, you know the team behind them like you mentioned is michigan um michigan plays ohio state this 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 saturday in the game uh
1: they're going to lose that
2: if if w- let me say this again every uh, any given saturday you know alabama lost to texas a&m florida almost lost to samford i mean you you never know uh but In all likelihood, Michigan is going to get their asses handed to them by Ohio State. Because Ohio State beat Michigan State, I think, 52-7 to or something this past weekend. And Michigan State beat Michigan.
0: And we all know Jim Harbaugh never wins big games.
2: right so by transitive property michigan is going to get manhandled by michigan is going to get manhandled by ohio state again you never know but michigan's only chance of staying in this thing is if they beat ohio state the winner of this game if i remember correctly is going to the, the conference championship game against i think the front runner is wisconsin um Yes. So, Wisconsin will be coming out of the West, assuming that they win this weekend, and then whoever wins the game uh, is going to come out of the East Division. Ohio State has a little more, has very little room to work with because, again, they have the one loss, and it's to Oregon who got the shit kicked out of them by Utah this past weekend. So, their strength of schedule just took a deep dive because Oregon beat them at Ohio State, which you're always... Especially Ohio State has 100,000 people and it's uh, at Ohio Stadium. It's an extremely tough place to play. And Oregon still went in there and beat them. And then they got their asses handed to them by Utah. So really... Ohio State has a little more wiggle room to work with than Michigan because they are in the top three, top four right now. But especially they're in the second place right now. But again, both them and Michigan are going to have to win out. So now going back to, so let's assume Michigan loses. The next team in line is Notre Dame. They're playing against Stanford, who has had a really bad season this year. A lot of people are, Notre Dame is expected to win there. So here's the problem. Let's assume the rankings stay the same. So you've got one, two, three, four. Everyone wins except Michigan because they're they're going to lose. So you've got Notre Dame now at five, nipping at the heels of Cincinnati. Here's the problem. Earlier in this earlier in the season, Michigan ranked ahead of Michigan State despite a head-to-head win. So a lot of people are thinking that there's some 4D chess going on here with the committee where they set the precedent already that a head-to-head win isn't the end-all be-all. Now, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame earlier this season at Notre Dame, and it was not a particularly close game either. So... Logic would dictate Notre Dame, uh, Cincinnati should stay ahead of of Notre Dame because they have that head to head, and both have been extremely dominant since then. But you never know. Um, That would be if if Cincinnati. That would be the ultimate fuck you to Cincinnati and all the non A five schools to put them in the top four. And then at the last second, just
0: yank it out from
2: under them. Exactly. Mm. Um, that would be the ultimate fu. And the problem is that sounds
0: like Vince McMahon.
2: <laughs> the problem is the committee has already set the precedent. They they set it thanks to Michigan and Michigan State. So it's not like they can just say it's not like it came out of nowhere. They can look back to well, you see, dun 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 dun. Yeah, it's like and
0: it's gone. And then
2: since Cincinnati had this, I'll tell you, I tell you, listen, uh, hear me now. If this happens where Cincinnati is dropped below Notre Dame, this is going to be the justification. Cincinnati had a few weak games against lesser competition. Notre Dame has been solid this whole season, just getting better. We have in the past said that head-to-head isn't necessarily the end-all, be-all of rankings. So Cincinnati appears to be getting worse as the season's going on, but Notre Dame is getting better. Therefore, we think that Notre Dame deserves the playoff spot.
1: And then they'll just lose the finals get exactly like number twenty five or whatever no no they
2: would lose in the semifinal they they're gonna get no higher than fourth barring some massive shakeup in the top four and that would put them again I'm s let's let's assume here that Georgia wins out so they win their finale their regular season finale against Georgia Tech then they beat Alabama then Ohio State beats Michigan so then Cincinnati would jump to three And then Notre Dame would jump to four. So uh, if everything else plays out like it should, Notre Dame's going to get no higher than fourth, which puts them up against Georgia, and they are going to get slaughtered. Um, What I find fascinating, though, is let's say Cincinnati ends up remaining in fourth. You know, who knows? Maybe there is the jump where Notre Dame instead goes to three and then Cincinnati is in the four. Who knows? But Which is certainly a possibility because it's a mix of that jump I was talking about. But Alabama probably losing the conference championship game against Georgia would drop them out. That's also a possibility. But let's say Cincinnati is in fourth place. Who would they be playing in the semifinal? They would be playing Georgia. Who did Cincinnati play last year in the Peach Bowl? georgia almost beat them if it wasn't for luke fickle making a boneheaded time management decision they would have won that game and if they had won that game they would have been in the top four probably if if this season played out like it did with the addition of the win last year in the beach bowl they're probably already in the top four for a couple of weeks now um so it, it'll be interesting. I mean, that'll be interesting because if, if Cincinnati can play Georgia like it did last year, and again, different teams, Georgia's completely different this year. Cincinnati is also very different. Um, that'll be interesting. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, unfortunately, uh, UTSA, the other undefeated team aside from Georgia and Cincinnati, eked it out at the end against UAB. Meet meep, thirty-four to thirty-one. It was a last-second <laughs> win, I'll tell you.
0: I wasn't expecting the roadrunner. <laughs> that's their. That's
2: their, their I, no, their, no,
0: their, I know. I know it's the team mascot. I didn't expect you to actually do the meet meep.
2: meep. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's their rallying cry now. Is meet meep. meep that's that's their hashtag now is meet meep
1: so um, I just need them I need somebody who's a dog in any way their mascots to just go rut,
2: row when they're like sucking right. is there a coyotes
0: <laughs> in in college football is yeah, there I think
2: uh yeah I think South Dakota is the co- they don't go by coyotes they go by coyotes
0: okay
1: okay which is uh, like the coolest way to say coyotes
0: I, I, I don't I don't associate South Dakota with coyotes but yeah okay
2: Um, hold on. Let me see. Yep, I was right. South Dakota Coyotes. Um, I remember the weirdest shit. Um, but anyway, so that would be a great, that would be a great, uh, regular season game. Coyote, Coyotes versus Roadrunner, Roadrunners. That would be fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, The, uh,
2: the Looney Tunes Bowl. Right. Oh you know, you know, get this. I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the nineties, there used to be a Cartoon Network ran this alongside the Super Bowl. They had a Looney Tunes Bowl, basically.
0: I remember that. I I don't I don't I don't I don't remember I don't recall this to be honest. Thank you for making my me side. feel old as shit. <laughs> Uh, if this is like way back when i i don't i don't because i i don't think even we even had a cartoon network mike cable package a long time i was just strictly nickelodeon for a long time i didn't have Cartoon network to like the 2000s but yeah and then I, I, I
1: like you I, seeing the seductive ways
0: of. I, I don't know it was whatever the cable johnny package bravo. i don't know it wasn't there no i caught up on johnny bravo as soon as i found out who he was i was like oh this man <laughs> i love this man <laughs> So um, looking
1: at a Dexter's Labs uh, side story character, the one with the in that latex.
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's
2: it's it's crazy looking back at it. You know, I'm 29 now. Looking back at it, cartoons back then were so raunchy, and it just totally went over our heads. And that is fantastic. You know, there's mm-hmm. the. Uh, yeah, you don't, know, don't go miss- watching
0: Rocco's Modern Life.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ren. Oh like, um, uh, yeah, No, like Ren and miss- was more outward about it, but damn, but Rocco's like Modern miss- Life was like, oof.
2: Like mm. Miss Bella from Powder Puff Power Powerpuff Girls. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. the mayor was in love uh, with her for sure.
2: Yeah, man, they don't make I cartoons mean- like they used to anymore.
1: Do you remember him from Powerpuff Girls? In today's modern age, 30, 25 years ago, we had a lobster devil villain with knee-high socks, yes. and <laughs> fishnets. He's freaking about it now. Of, oh, what's going to happen to children? <laughs> Whereas we had basically, you know, the transgender transgender devil out there. But yeah, you know, people these days like they hate on everything. They don't let me love my lobster. I paw
2: I, 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 you, I love it. I love it. But anyway, back to my main point. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Still a lot to play for. I know that, you know, there's still the final week. Um, Then you got conference championships. Um, It's going to be very interesting. Uh, This has been a season filled with upsets. Um, Not as much as 2007. It for a little bit looked like it might be going that way. But it's kind of settled down since then. But this has been a very crazy, crazy year. Um. So we'll see.
0: Um. Well, I mean, there, there's at least a little bit of hope, right? A little bit of hope with Cincinnati. So that's that's that's, that's what I'm gonna like. If they, okay, You're if they make the playoff, Andrew, if they make the playoff, I'm gonna buy a damn hat. I'm gonna buy a damn Bearcats hat. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, out there on the line. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, that's your big you know die on the mountain kind of thing. Yeah, no, and not Ooh, not I not one I'm
0: of funny. not one of the cheap like dad hats. No, I'm gonna get one of like legit like, you know you know the flat brim and whatever. I don't know if I'll get a snapback or a fitted. that will be my decision when that come, when that time comes if it does come. So yeah, yeah. If they do if they do make it into the playoff and buy a Cincinnati Bearcats hat. Okay. There you go.
1: Did, did I throw that shade out to the Aaron Rodgers? I said if he won a Super Bowl, I'll buy a jersey or something.
0: Yeah. That, uh, a uh, different shade? Uh, that might have been something else, I think. But we uh, yeah. were that no some steam. I think it was last year. I think it was last- like the NFC Championship. It was games, last episode. Like it was last episode? Okay. Yeah. Because I, 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 I remember we made the Boone equivalent. Mm, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: All right. Well, let me. I want to just briefly touch on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Else related to college football so miami against all odds is bowl eligible
0: manny forever baby (laughs) in the dollar tree bowl i mean did you guys see that the the a lot of the uh, old school guys the alums had like a little zoom meeting together (laughs) (laughs) let's
1: <laughs> just sit yeah. in the corner we gotta kill this man <laughs> we're gonna go 7-5 like Ed Reed there.
0: that decided to hold it or something like that I'm not sure um, but yeah yeah that happened uh, Miami is still
2: eligible I have, considering how they started the season I don't think anyone was going to expect that I think my, uh, Manny Diaz just saved his job <laughs> uh,
1: don't say that Charleston Rambo saved his job and Dyke saved his job.
2: Charleston Rambles So did, now right? going back, so Miami, they wrap up the season against it's uh, Virginia, see. I believe. Or not Virginia. I mean, Duke, okay. Duke, 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 Duke. Duke, yep. Yeah, they're going up to Wallace Way. Uh how is Duke doing?
0: They're trash. They're like
2: three and nine or three and
0: eight. Oh, it's a perfect game for you guys to
1: lose. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Which I need them to lose.
1: <laughs> that's that's,
0: so, a, that's a perfect trap game going up to Duke. Yeah.
2: Yep, 3 and 8, 3 and 8. Um so UCF of course bowl eligible. They uh, they won this past week in convincing fashion against Yukon in the Civil Conflict.
0: Yeah, you guys trudged yeah, out not the real trophy, a replica of the trophy.
2: Right. Uh, um, which is sort of disappointing because I really would like to know yeah. where I don't know. Some, the original trophy Somebody is. probably
0: tossed it into a broom closet and forgot it and probably got destroyed.
2: <laughs> but I, I think that it's lost to the the sands of time.
0: <laughs> that or some booster has it and did not really like give it up or anything. You, know?
2: um,
0: <laughs> you saw bees coming there. Like, Bob Diaco's closet.
2: <laughs> Bob Diaco's closet. <laughs> I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Um, but anyway, so UCF plays South Florida in the War on I four. I'm pretty sure Diaco's claimed he, in fact, actually does have it. Diaco, if you're somehow listening to this, to this, give us the trophy, please, please, we beg you. We want we want the trophy. We want the precious. Um, so that's UCF. They have a chance of going eight and four on the regular season, which would make them the winningest program in the state for this season. Um, because Miami's best regular season record is seven and five. Um, I had to do some math there for a second. Um, the other big four are Florida and Florida State. Trash. This, boys, this, my friends, is the most important Sunshine Showdown for both teams in quite some time. It's Let pretty pathetic. That.
0: It's gotten this down this far down for both of them, but uh, I- I'm ready to to slather myself up. Because uh, let me, Saturday, let me, if this like, actually happens.
2: Let me, let me explain why, gentlemen. Both teams are five and six. Winner goes to a bowl game, loser go, stays home for the winter. And all they have to look forward to are final exams. No bowl swag, no nothing. Yeah.
0: This, I'm ready for is, it.
2: This is the first time in a while where one game will so dramatically affect the outcome of both teams
0: dear god these <laughs> two, these two teams were playing this game to go to to try and win a national championship like back in 1996
2: or something like right. that and now it's come like, to this
0: <laughs> but like
2: for like and what i mean for both teams i want to i want to clarify you know in 2013 FSU played the game with the national championship on the line. They lose, they drop out of the one spot. They don't go to the natty. Florida, same deal, you know, back in 2007, 2008, their last regular season game was against Florida state. And there have been some middling years where, uh, you know, one loss here and there, I mean, FSU has lost the final game to go under 500. Um, against that, was their way beating Florida was their way to get into bowl eligibility, but they lost. But Florida was already solidly in bowl eligibility, even if they weren't, you know, going to a New Year's Six bowl or anything here. It's, it's truly a case of winner, loser, go home. Um, it's going to be ex- ex- extremely exciting. And I yeah. believe it or not, I've not watched a Florida State game in quite some time. I will be watching that one uh, because there's a lot on the line there. Of course, Florida is favored because they almost beat uh, Alabama at one point. Florida state hasn't really had a lot of big wins this year um, or close losses against good teams. So we will see. That'll be very exciting. Meanwhile, Dan Mullen head coach of Florida. He gone. He's yeah. out. Yummy. It's, and it's not a situation like uh Butch Davis where he was allowed to, where he coaches the final games of the year after he was, told that he wouldn't be coming back no dan mullen was offered the opportunity to come back to coach the final game but he said no thank you sir so he's gone um
0: <laughs> who the hell wants to spend three more weeks in gainesville <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. exactly well there are... the hell out of you want to go there to go to the university of florida that's it after that you get out of that shithole or score
2: some fine meth <laughs>
0: yeah there you go
2: so that'll it'll be very interesting uh a lot of speculation of who might take over head coaching gig there there's a ton of other positions already open uh you never know so very exciting final weekend this is rivalry weekend boys uh this is all the big games uh You know, Bedlam, Bedlam, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, very, very... It's been a while since since Bedlam has been such an important game for both programs. Because...
0: And there it is on the screen there. One is number seven, one is number ten. You know? If
2: Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State's, and the Big 12 conference for that matter... They're one they are the one remaining hope for that conference to get into the playoff. Um and it's it's the chances are still not that good. Um because let's see, Michigan loses, that'll push them up one spot to six. Uh and then you've got Notre Dame ahead of them. It's, it's, the, the odds are not good. But they are the last chance. Oklahoma, barring some incredible thing, is not going to get into the playoff. Uh, So a lot of, like I said, very interesting, very exciting rivalry weekend. And we're going to see how this thing shakes out in just a couple of days.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. That's our one through of college football. Very thorough, Andrew. Very thorough on this one. right, thanks. Okay guys, so how do we want to do this? Do we go on Thanksgiving because going in with a cage? I'm not sure. I will give you a very brief
1: cage. All right. we'll,
0: we'll do that. We'll do that cake. then. We'll, we'll head on over to the cage and then we'll, we'll we'll get into Thanksgiving talk and of course we'll do our all thankfulness that we always do every year when we get around this time. Okay Charles, let's let's get into it all
1: right welcome everybody to your weekly to the cage with charles a very quick very abridged version as you know wrestling is not fake it is scripted it is a stage fight It's a song and dance it is poetry and motion about men and women trying to beat the holy hell out of each other establish their legacies win some championships steal vince mcmahon's golden egg from red notice because netflix paid him a ton of cash to put in there because he's a money mark um and all of those other fun things now we said it was gonna be a bridge why is it gonna be a bridge not a lot happening, so we're gonna do this right. AEW, wait and see. We're just coming back from the all out, or I'm sorry, full gear pay-per-view. We know that certain things are coming to fruition. We're building up the storylines. We might be getting MJF versus CM Punk. Side music, F up. But I also kind of want Eddie Kingston and him to continue. That's my AEW comments right then and there. Kenny Omega is gonna go on some surgery vacation-wise, heal up, go from there. Matches be happening, but nothing to kind of go for tune in now the final episode and we'll kind of order the final season finale episode we'll say just that for more insight impact nothing going on ring of honor i feel bad they're taping the final episodes because as you know and andrew i don't know if you're there with us ring of honor is closing down shop for a bit so anybody who has a current contract that runs hard here are getting fired and they're not going to get the money so there's a lot of people who are basically saying hey it's like walking in said in dalton castle matt taven long-time mainstays, and it just means nothing now. Jay Lethal's on AEW, so maybe some of the other guys and gals are going to go elsewhere. They could also go to WWE because, you know, they fired everybody. Yeah. We talked about on the show the releases last week, right? And I was like, ah, I hate this. I don't remember. It's been a long week. But, yeah, just a reminder, WWE side, people be fired. Vince McMahon goes make money. Survivor Series was this weekend. I didn't watch it. Every year there's, like, two throwaway pay-per-views. And there was no real story coming into it. I heard Roman versus Biggie was very good, as were the Survivor Series matches. But meh, meh. I have better things to do. Charles is watching Wheel of Time, which is not good. And I've listened to that audio book the entire series, and the show is just not a good adaptation. At the two episodes, Charles is watching Cowboy Bebop. That's an interesting adaptation. We, uh, let me finish it and I'll comment on it. Because Francisco and Andrew know how excited I was for that because Charles did his whole rerun of Cowboy Bebop. I think I non-sponsored them two weeks prior. Maybe, if memory serves me right. Um, If not, I'll just give a side love, non-sponsor. NXT, they have war games December 5th. That'll probably be where we end the cage on predictions, even though I have not really been following NXT religiously. I know what's happening, obviously, because it's me. But um, interesting, interesting thought processes that are coming into it. Vince, Survivor Series is just such a throwaway, but I was writing my predictions, guys. Raw was the winning side. They won five of seven. And of course, Roman had represents SmackDown. They teased Rock as the 25th anniversary of him being on Survivor Series and coming into it for the years in WWE. And of course, nothing came to fruition of it, but they're going to tease Roman versus Rock for a while. It'll happen after Roman final loses that belt to Drew McIntyre eventually because I can't have nice things in my life. Um, yeah. Watch Wrestling? That's all I'm gonna give you on a very abridged part of the cage because I'm about something bigger right now. About that turkey. We're gonna be talking
2: oh, to Charles, I have a quick question for you before we move on. Yes. Did you see that uh, tackle?
1: Oh yeah, okay, I can comment on that. Sorry. I forgot about it and it was in my notes. So a fan went to tackle Seth Rollins and Raw yesterday. And this is like the second time that I've seen a fan come near Seth. And I don't know why I've heard rumors. And we do not buy into rumors, good sir and gentlemen and ma'ams out there. Um, But so some guy on Raw just goes and tackles Seth. And Seth put him like a guillotine hole to hold him back. And that guy's very lucky because Seth Rollins, you know, the TV when you do the camera far and away does not make big people look big all the time. Especially in wrestling when there's superior, bigger people. Seth's kind of a big dude. And um, he going to wreck that. You know, he was going to choke that guy out. So it, it's a very scary situation. And then, you know what, damn, I thought it was going to be a bridge thing, but now I'm going to talk about toxic masculinity culture, so we're doing this. And then Chavo Guerrero, the nephew of Eddie Guerrero, Chavo's kind of loved by me. I, I don't think he's the greatest thing of all time, but I can respect Chavo. So Chavo goes up and says, hey, remember when wrestlers used to be, like, men are tough and stuff like that? buddy. There's no business for a fan to even come through that barricade to physically tackle a performer. Um, everybody was all upstage when the revival beat the hell out of the guy who tried to go against poor old Bret Hart a couple of years back. Seth, I think, was professional because for me, I wouldn't have been an Isaiah Stewart. I just would have beat the hell out of the guy personally. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking um, at the
0: size difference between, between this guy who's mega, mega, like I that guy's
1: lucky that Seth went the professional route.
0: Yeah um yeah like he could have killed him seth, like he seth's, literally could have killed a big him. man you know but then
1: also you have to think of what the
0: fan could have done you know
1: any shot what if he i mean he, it's a cheap
0: was, shot it's a cheap shot he's just coming oh. in from an angle that he, he, he like seth just had like only a second to react to it and he actually did oh. he actually did you saw i mean of course yeah of course he's a professional right he's oh like, hell no
1: i'm not gonna let no dude hit me
0: and so like he actually like as you see here i'm doing it on the screen here for, for the audio version the guy's coming in from his uh from from seth's right side here just from the, you know he's got a camera in his face so he's like you know playing to the camera at the, at, the, at this moment the camera guy's gone and then this guy just comes in from his right just out of nowhere and Seth kind of sees it and like he's got about maybe a second to react to it, and he does like he takes the impact like easily and of course this guy's probably throwing his entire weight onto him of course but of course Seth Rollins has all the training in the world to to you know handle that sort of an impact of course but and, it's still a person who's trying yeah. to come to come at and yeah yeah you never know he could you could have had something in his hand right you know a, yeah. a bottle or something so like that the
1: guy was obviously arrested for aggravated assault and then like another charge in new york which i think they put as disrupting cultural something it's weird like it's an actual charge and i would go into it and i like Seth too Seth is actually part of my feud of the year that's a spoiler for my end of the year stuff because I, I, as you guys know, I'm accumulating things for the the cage list for end of the year, beginning of the year stuff. But um, yeah, and on TV,
0: they of course, you know, they showed it, but like, and then of course they were just turning it away from the kid, <laughs> like okay, just yeah, they're, they're just cut away to something else, you know. But but there's no
1: business for it, and then you guys gotta remember, wrestling's kind of weird. About a year and a half ago, Sonya Deville had the stalker. If you guys remember that case, where he was literally found where she was, had zip ties, stuff like that. So I don't know what people's problems are. I'm not gonna do the media spin and automatically say it's mental health, bad people, or anything like that. But I'm gonna bring it back to Chavagaro. No, nah, bro, nah, bro. You don't, you don't want none of that smoke of some dude randomly coming across you and hitting you or tackling nah. you or doing anything like that. And also, let's be honest here. The problem, poor thing, for Seth is in today's day and age, everybody sues everybody so imagine if seth just went harder on that than a normal person would and then he just pops that guy's shoulder out then yeah, he's
0: forgot, he yeah. it's not it's not self-defense if you use too much power yeah right. yeah
1: because you could see it that's just how we are in today's legal system and we're very litigious <laughs> right ramon full the circle you know, even even in my own segments that i'm known for that i can't escape that man son of a bitch um it's a very litigious word. There's so much
0: of it, but Chava Girl... What city
1: did this happen in? Where was this? Brooklyn. So, of oh. course.
0: Oh. Of course. Ah, oh, Nets fans. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They're like, he's
1: like, what did he say about Kyrie Irving? i <laughs> 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 just saying him. Uh, that's my, that's my, that's the, my own storyline drama that I'm believing. I'm believing that guy is sensitive because Kyrie Irving doesn't love football, or I'm sorry, basketball anymore. And he's just oh, so angry. Yeah. He brought out to Seth Rollins in an imaginary sense. Anywho... Um, that's what happens. Java, you're also got a goon, so I'm going to just do a two-fold on that one. And that's really what I have for you on the Cage this week.
0: Okay, guys. So we're we're into this discussion now. And so we, we always get around this time of year, right? It's Thanksgiving. We always give thanks to uh, everybody that watches our show. Thank you for watching us. Thank you to all of the... The actual sponsors who somehow sponsored this show, you know. Uh, McDonald's only did that McRib spot with us once, and it was done we butchered it. We butchered it. I, I, I can't blame them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the worst ad I, I we've ever said, done. I said, I'm
1: not going to eat a McRib.
0: <laughs> yeah, we just, man, that was bad. We were really awful on that one, so McDonald's ain't going to You know bad when we won't sell out? Yeah, no, no, it's true. We we did give our actual feelings on it and everything. Look, it wasn't that bad. We just like just don't get this one item. You can get something else from McDonald's. It was cool, right? Well, like we we're saying, like you know. Uh, anyways, uh, so McDonald's ain't coming back. But everybody else, thank you for sponsorships and stuff like that. The money we make. Uh, the, the the one patron that we do have, awesome jacket dude. Thank you for that. Of course, our our loyal guys, Bu, Freddie. Course, thankful to you guys as well. Uh thankful to everybody. Uh thankful to all man, we are in like 44 countries that we've had our show listen to. So that's a world thing. Like a so that that's a thing, right? Like that's that's not an easy feat, you know. and I talked about this before, like, people who make podcasts, they don't look to statistically, they don't get past seven episodes. And look at us, we're at 123. <laughs> so it's it's been good. It's been cool. So, yeah, we're here and I'm thankful for for you guys for being here. So, thanks uh, to everyone. So, that that's my that's my spiel there to, to get us into the real discussion which is about the food. Right? And we talk about this every year and this is this is always a glorious occasion and 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 you know us. You know us. We know we love to talk about all the delicacies that we like to eat. But here we are. But of course, well, there is a sports angle to the start of this discussion, everybody, because Charles brought it to our light, and it was thanks to somebody on the New England Patriots. Just a likable team. Yeah. Just a very likable team. And now they're, yeah. Oh, man. Isn't that, man, it just feels so weird to, to, to just kind of be like, you know, that's a pretty good squad that they got over there. I don't really mind anybody on there yet. So, and they're in my division, too. Uh, well, actually, I'm not a Dolphins fan no more, right? That's right. <laughs> I'm an Eagles yeah, yeah, fan, baby. Yeah, totally yeah. yeah, there we go. Oh, anyways, yeah. anyways, Charles brought this to light. Found his his spirit, not spirit, animal spirit player for for a bit there, and and it was a uh, um, was it uh, Matthew? Um, gosh darn it, was last. Judon. Year. There we go, Matthew Judon. Uh, so had a press conference. And a very intelligent reporter asking the real questions that we we actually do want answered. Asked him what what dish what side dishes he likes to have on Thanksgiving, and the guy pivoted and talked about the stuff that he wanted. Well, he did talk about some of the stuff that he wanted, but he put some of the stuff that he didn't like. And and this one's huge. This one's huge for a lot of people, right? And I'm gonna read this verbatim as to what he actually said. So here we go, guys. I don't know if I should put on a voice for this. Maybe I should put on a Boston accent. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not even going to answer your question. I'm going to put my Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm I'm going to do (laughs) 1998 Sonic the Hedgehog. Here we go. I'm going to tell you, we got to get macaroni and cheese off the table. All right, guys, I'm getting on my soapbox. Oh, man, he's getting on his soapbox. Charles loves him already, right? All right, guys, I'm getting on my soapbox. It's just cheese and noodles it's not that good let's be honest guys everybody here is probably a little lactose intolerant so it messes up our stomachs and we have to get it off the table it's probably one of the most overrated dishes but my favorite is dressing i do love dressing but get macaroni and cheese off the table and it will be much better thanksgiving for everybody in the house i have never liked macaroni and cheese You know how they say, your taste buds change every seven years. You just gotta, every time I try it, it's the same thing. It's never going to change. It's never going to get better. All right, I'm almost 30 now. I'm pretty set in my ways and it's disgusting. Get it off my table. The (laughs) The, The bathrooms will be less busy and everybody will have a better day. So if you want to have a good Thanksgiving, don't cook macaroni and cheese. My whole family loves it. My brothers and sisters. My mom cooks it in a big pan. They know not to put it on my plate or that's fighting words. All right, I'm going to have to fight everybody in the house one by one. And I will wait until they eat their macaroni and cheese, get sluggish, and then I'm going to whoop them. (laughs) I love
1: them. Yes. Like I, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm going to support all. I'm going to support the flair. I'm going to support the thought. Ooh. I'm going to support. Um, and I like mac and cheese. I had mac and cheese for lunch today at, at, when I went to the barbecue shop. But I'm going to leave with this to go with controversy to support my boy, Matthew Judon. Mac and cheese has no purpose to be there for Thanksgiving. Part of Thanksgiving side dishes and main meals is stuff that you don't normally eat, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mac and cheese is an everyday commodity that everybody has i don't get the fixins every day i don't get yams every day i don't i, I hardly eat collard greens but i don't get that
0: mm-hmm. every time
1: you know what i mean um asparagus or whatever yeah. other mixtures even that come like, into it even I don't like, get ma- even papayas.
0: like mashed potatoes i mean yeah you get them with kfc but it's it's different for thanksgiving like it's there's more of a classiness yeah, it, it, to it you know
1: yeah cause it's not it's it's less dump with gravy you yeah, know exactly in, yeah. in that sense and it, it doesn't take tastes cheap and artificial because usually people make like real mashed potatoes whereas if you're just me at home it's like all right what is what is the puffin comes into but maverick juneau is right when it comes to the table we don't need that because it allows time for different kind of decorations you know and, and it is just noodles with cheese and i'll tell you now this is super controversial all mac and cheese tastes the same almost because uh, if they use like the standard cheese unless you go to the gourmet places that yeah, i do i mean some steakhouse yeah. Yeah, and, and like they're still good, but at the end of the day, the noodles are always gonna taste the, the same. So I, I'm with this. I support it. I get it. Gun to the head, you know, you gotta eliminate something. I'm gonna look at you kind of weird if you bring mac and cheese to the table. I don't think I've ever had mac and cheese at a Thanksgiving, but at 32, I don't have traditions. I, you know, but if I ever got into that wife, kids, white picket fence mentality, um, there ain't gonna be no mac and cheese that. Because I, if I could just make it every day what's so special about it i
0: have never i i don't think my family there's is, people who do it like and maybe i mean we probably have them now just because the, the kids like it and stuff like that but like yeah like, but it's not like you know that's a kid's thing right so but like i've never heck even growing up myself i never associated mac and cheese with thanksgiving never really had it in the table i didn't think of it was like i didn't know people did that like yeah i've been to a steakhouse they've had mac and cheese i've been that sort of stuff but I don't associate it like it doesn't connect with me. At all, and and I don't understand how this happened under my nose. But then again, I haven't watched *The Sandlot*, so what the hell do I know? So yeah, you're you're kind of backwards (laughs) in your ways. Yeah, I finally got a PS3, so yeah, you know, like that's me. And I found this list here, and we're gonna go through it here because this is our Thanksgiving show, so we gotta go there. So it's a list of every the most popular Thanksgiving side dish, according you know quotation marks, in every state. So we're gonna go down this list and see what we agree with and which one which state are full of heathens. So uh
2: Utah's well, most remember
0: I almost I was almost gonna separate from my family because they forgot the mashed potatoes. <laughs> and I and
2: that, I make it known now. Oh
0: I oh that was last year, wasn't it? That was last no, year. that was two, that that was was two, two years, years ago. Yeah, but I remember and then it's this year. I was appalled. My sister is pregnant.
1: My sister's pregnant and near due, and she's kind of been like hormonal. And I, I, listen, I know <laughs> she had Batty in charge, but if they ain't no mashed potatoes because someone forgot it or pregnancy brain, as as I've been told by her and clients in life, <laughs> I'm just gonna up and leave. Like, no. We, we stand stand our feet mash.
2: But I, I, go down this list.
0: Yeah. All right. So Utah, their favorite side dish is rolls. Which is yes. good. Yes.
2: Crescent yeah. rolls, crescent rolls
0: yeah yes. so rolls bread rolls that go on the side yeah those are good of course absolutely yeah my brother-in-law loves this specific one that you, you know you don't bake them fully he always likes them just like that touch a bit of a raw doughiness to it oh, you know that that's the way he does it I like a little crunch to mine but he likes it nice and like I raw. like it right
2: I like it just between where you guys are
0: mm, okay. just
2: when it's just when it's the beginning of being cooked
0: yeah so that you, before it gets brown, right, where it's just like mm, right there, you know.
1: Yeah. So, side note, Andrew, what's your thoughts on mac and cheese, real quick? Uh At in general,
2: or as Thanksgiving? In, in Thanksgiving. I've never had it for Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right, Matthew Judon, okay. you're
1: correct about everything. Yeah, but man,
0: Wait, I,
2: I, just... I I love mac and cheese. Yeah, but right. I, I've never had I, it for Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, and I don't think. Matthew Judon, I don't know, maybe he actually does legitimately hate it, you know, and it really does bad things to his stomach. So that that's fine. You know, That that's his thing. But, What's different? You it's, know, it's
2: one thing if it actually causes a health issue with you. It's another if you just don't like the taste, which all right, fair, but not all mac and cheese tastes like craft. True. Yeah. Like and it just doesn't right. deserve to be at the Thanksgiving table.
0: Yeah. It doesn't seem classy enough for that. Right. At least for Thanksgiving, and that that's sort of like this is a one-time occasion. I know some people go big on Christmas too, but like, but it's it's you know Thanksgiving's the meal of the year, so yeah, doesn't seem like it's it should be there. Anyways, let's move on here. Uh, all right, so rolls were actually deemed the favorite side dish in Idaho as well, Wyoming, and New Mexico. They also ranked high in West Virginia. Time
2: out. Time out. Mashed potatoes are not the top. Side dish. Oh, in
0: Idaho? <laughs> I guess not. Maybe they have so much of it they're just sick of it. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: maybe.
0: so there you go. Montana is green bean casserole. Mm. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm I'm meh on
2: green bean on green bean casserole.
0: Yeah. Colorado that and Nevada. Like good. Yeah, Colorado Nevada got mashed potatoes there. All right, mm-hmm. I'm Definitely. team. I'm team mad. Yeah. So here we go. All right, here's our here's our mac and cheese states, everybody. Places to avoid, and we got some mashed potatoes here as well. So, uh, so these uh, were, those were the top two, uh, tied for the side dish of the most states at ten each. Both of them have ten. So many of the mac and cheese states were in the south. Oh, of <laughs> <course. Makes> sense. <laughs> yeah. Vermont was the only state that supported cranberry sauce.
1: Oh, I don't like cranberry sauce. You don't eat it by itself either. It's a it's a topping.
0: I don't. Yeah, no, I don't like cranberry. I, I, my my dad loves that thing. He loves the the, the, I mean, the, the, the love gooeyness cranberry. that comes out of the cam. You know. I well,
1: love you know, cranberries, that but solid not like Jello mode.
0: Like yeah, so cranberry sauce. I, I mean, I guess they just straight up drink it. Uh, broc- broccoli casserole up in Kentucky. That's yeah. interesting.
2: Never
0: that. Yeah, never had that. That is. Going to be killer in the bathrooms later. Uh, Cranberry sauce for Vermont. Cream corn in South Dakota. I can get behind some cream corn. I I can get behind it. Yeah. If it's too runny, runny, I'm I'm not about it. No, you need a perfect balance. You need a perfect balance. No, because then it's just sloppy water. That's gross. It's It's Uh, soup. Dressing for Alabama. Where's Rathu Judon from, actually? Where is he from? Let, I don't know. let's 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 look into that first cuz we have to figure out where he's from cuz he talked about dressing. That was his favorite thing. So, if he's but from he's speaking about dressing like salad dressing or uh let's see. I no, think, I don't think I it's salad think dressing.
2: Dressing is another term for stuffing.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh so Matthew uh, Judon uh, we love stuffing. Yeah, he's uh from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh yeah. That's where he is from. Okay. And uh, where is he he played out in Grand Valley State? That's where he was drafted from. Okay. So, all right. White gravy for Arkansas, that makes a lot of damn sense because that's what we make for specifically my brother-in-law every year. My um, sister. So what's
1: what's white gravy? It's,
2: it's gravy that's white.
0: Yeah, it, it's got is it a special kind of meat? It, it's got it's got food? eggs in it. It's got uh, some pork and stuff like that. It, it's actually it's pretty damn good. I like it myself, to be honest. I like it myself. So uh, like my I sister, feel like I've had it. I just need just to see it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. Gosh, if I remind myself, you know, if, if listening back on this episode, I'll try to take a photo of it. Um, oh. because my sister literally verbatim copied the recipe from his mother, and we make it every year. And I actually like it. It's actually pretty good. So. Uh, so yeah, that's that's Arkansas. Dressing is different than stuffing, which pulled six states. Oh, oh so there it is. There's a difference between dressing and stuffing. We got to figure out what's the difference, then. Yeah. So what's uh, we're gonna look this up while while we're going down. This is very scientific, and I like this. You know, this is a sports show, everybody. This is uh, the best kind of learning, goop. Okay, they didn't. Oh, they didn't specify what ten states were the, the max mac and cheese states and which ones are the mashed potato states i don't know that sucks i want to see that i'm oh. going thanksgiving dressing it looks like stuffing I, I i guess maybe there's a i don't know i mean it, classic
1: traditional thanksgiving stuffing french bread uh chicken broth egg celery fresh sage leaves And then there's other ones that have all right let's see what's the difference
0: between stuffing and dressing stuffing is usually made out of cornbread and is drier than a dressing dressing usually has more of a pouring consistency and has added ingredients in it like onions and vegetables oof i hate onions i am staying away from it then i mean this is
1: basically like a bread casserole
0: so so there you go and yeah guys i uh i don't know if there's anything you guys want to talk about more about thanksgiving if I
1: don't have mashed potatoes, I will <laughs> just divorce my family fully. I'll go become a new... I'll go become family with uh, Francisco's family. Yeah, yeah come on Have some white gravy. white gravy. Yeah. They're going to give me white gravy. All get right. some white gravy. Okay. Here. I, I so think I we talked about last white year. White
2: meat anytime.
1: Yeah, so that, that was good go-to. White meat or dark meat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It's always dark meat. Damn right.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So out of the meats that I get... Because, you know, you got the ham, you got the turkey. I mean... I used to be so much more excited about the turkey, but I'm actually more into the ham lately (laughs) now, you know, like the turkey. I will eat the leg. That's that's what I get. That's what I always get. But I I don't know, man. I don't know if it's like the tryptophan or anything like that, but I just can't do it as much anymore. I can do the ham, though. I can definitely do the ham. So there you go with that. And uh, let me take a look at this Oh, band. Lightning are spanking the Flyers right now. So there you go it's with four. that. It's 4-0. 4-0 in the third. So that's good for the Panthers. The Panthers play them tomorrow on the back-to-back, so that's going to be fun. And uh, let's see. How's our beloved Miami Heat doing? Charles, They're I saw... One. They won? Okay, because they were down yep, for a bit against back. the Pistons, and then they came back. Okay, good thing. Good thing. Alright, guys. So that's it for us. I have i've closed out whatever video game was in the background because it caused us to crash i gotta figure that out but anyways happy th- thanksgiving to everybody we'll see you guys next week for the last one of this year and then we'll come back next year as we always do we do this every year we take a little break we have some fun we got hanukkah we got christmas come back after new years so have fun stuff yourselves and uh stay away from the mac and cheese bye-bye <laughs>
2: good night everyone
1: Happy Thanksgiving, folks, follow us on the Twitter, FJOJR, Charles is true, Deb Frijoles, because we are going to take some vacations, but they might be tweeting.